It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino. And Sportsbook, Elliot Shore Park, James Seltzer with you till 3.30 mm. today. Extra half hour of Go Birds Radio. How about it? What up, buddy? I want you to do me a favor. Ooh, yes. I want you to look up at that clock. Okay. Tell me what time it is. It says 102. 24 hours from now, the home over. <laughs> well done. 24 hours I didn't even, from now. I should have seen it. Dan Wells, I should have seen that coming. I didn't at all. You didn't at all, right? No. I pulled it off. It's good work by you. 24 hours from now. There will be 70,000 fans in the link. It Honestly, like, what an awesome thing. Yes. We're going to dive into the game and all that, but just on the face of it, like, just to have the link full again, it has been a really, really long time since that building has been full of crazy, rowdy, ready-to-roll Eagles fans. It's yeah. going to be special there tomorrow. And even you think about the 2019 season, like, obviously for the playoff game, ton of optimism heading into that game, sold out, playoff atmosphere, all those things. Then Carson, you know, was was hit and got yeah, the concussion. Not nine, his fault, but whatever, that was kind of yeah. it, right? Like, so maybe it just feels like it's been longer because it, it has felt like a long time and everything. But man, I just can't wait to get down to Link tomorrow with the sold out sold out crowd. I saw they're gonna do a white out, giving out white shirts mm-hmm. out to everybody. Go bird so. shirts, no less. Yeah, it's That's nice they support the radio station. Yeah, they, yeah. they care about us. Yeah, the yeah. podcast as well. Thank you, Eagles. We, so all, we, all those we, pod we listeners you. out there getting a Go Bird shirt. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really special. It's really exciting. Let's dive into it, because also, you know, I think a lot of people didn't think that we would be sitting here heading into this 49ers game with the amount of optimism that is surrounding this team right now, surrounding this city. Actually, I mean, like, I didn't think we'd be going into this game even talking about them winning it, period, much less people having this type of hope and excitement about this team. Elliot, where are you at? And obviously you well, were say so, it a lot more than yeah. I was. I mean, you were all over it, but but where do you sit right now heading into to week two home opener against the Niners? So we're in the studio uh, crossing over. Ray Dinger is still here. Happy belated birthday to Ray yes, Dinger. Sir. 
And he goes, you know, not many people thought that they'd be going for 2-0. and And I was like, well, I did. Your boy did. <laughs> Your boy did. The Go Birds co- co-host. No, I, I think that, you know, this week there's been a lot of discussion about, oh, it's just one game. It's just the Falcons. Remove that from your vocabulary. Take that out of your thought process. The way the Eagles won last week is highly replicable. It is how they can go and they can win each week, and it's how I thought that they were going to win the division and win double-digit games. You look at how they won that game. The offensive line dominated. The defensive line dominated. Jalen Hurts was an improved quarterback from last year, and Nick Sirianni showed he could coach. That's it. That's all they need. Those are the four things they need to happen consistently throughout the season. Will there be injuries? There could be. Will Will Hurts have bad games? Yes. But over a 17-game stretch, the team you saw in week one against Atlanta, they can be that team each week. Doesn't mean they'll win by 26 points each week. Not many teams are the Falcons. But the way they won, they didn't win because Darius Slay had three interceptions. They didn't win because Miles Sanders had 250 yards. They won because they won at the line of scrimmage. They didn't turn the ball over. And Sirianni outschemed the other team. And I think those, uh, those things can happen week after week. So if you're listening and you're saying, you know, should I, should I buy into the team? Should I not? It's one week. Buy in. This is a good football team. The team that is taking the field 24 hours from now to take on the 49ers is the best team in the NFC East. And I believe they're going to be that throughout the whole year. So, look, I'm, I, I, I love where you're at. And obviously you were strong on this team coming in. So obviously you see week one, it's going to embolden that. I, I, I think I speak for a lot of Eagles fans where I'm at in that I am incredibly encouraged from week one. We've talked a lot. Like, I'm all in on Jalen Hurts. Like, the dude just has it. I, I believe in that kid and his future. I was so impressed with what I saw from Sirianni in week one. The composure, the game plan, everything. Like, this team came out and fought. They won in the trenches. I, I'm I'm with you. Like, there are so many more signs for hope than I thought I would have coming out mm-hmm. of week one. But I'm still, like, I can't get myself there to, like, why? they're good. Like, I, I think they're better than I thought they'd be. Right. And I can see a world where they're good. Like, to your point, I can see a world where they're good. I just think that, and I, and we're going to find out today. Get on the lines, 215-592-9494, heading into this game tomorrow. Where are you at? Who wins tomorrow? Where are you at with the Eagles? I think I, I'm guessing I speak for a fair amount of Eagles fans when I say, like, tomorrow's a major game for me in my ability to believe in this team moving yeah. forward. Like, I am so encouraged. I am hopeful. They're they're already better than I thought they'd be. I could say that flat out without question. But tomorrow, tomorrow, if they could beat a, a, a much better team than the Falcons, we don't know how good the Niners are, but they're a way better team than the Falcons, then I think this city is going to be ready to start to turn. But I'm just, I'm not quite there yet, E. But you should be. Like, you should be. You know, me, me and you talk football quite a bit. Like, throw your faith behind me on this one, right? But the thing that I would say, too, about, you know, the, the way they won last week and whether or not you want to fully believe. I don't think you have to, like, fully believe in Devontae Smith. I know you do, but I'm not saying I don't think you have to like fully believe in him to buy in. I don't think you have to like believe in the secondary. What you have to believe in is the core parts of the team. And the core parts of the team have good track record. Mm-hmm. The offensive line has Pro Bowl all pro talent on it. The defensive line, I, I mean, I'm not even kidding. It literally might be, if not the best in the league, a top three. If Javon Hargrave plays up to his potential. And then they they signed Josh Sweat. We'll talk about that extension. But Nick Sirianni, right? Obviously only coached one game. But I think the reason to believe in him is the reason I kind of said all offseason on why I didn't think this team would be a dumpster fire. Jeffrey Lurie's track record stands behind Nick Sirianni. Jeffrey Lurie has done an excellent job hiring head coaches. Would you agree with that? Andy Reid, yeah. uh, Chip Kelly, yep. you know, 20 games sure. or whatever. Doug won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I don't know what 
in five years Nick Sirianni will be. It, it's even wild to think he'll be the coach for five years. I don't know why. It seems so far out. And I know, obviously, that the team hopes he hopes he does. But Jeffrey Lurie coaches get off to hot starts. Doug won his first three games. Chip, maybe not so much. But he definitely won, won his first, first game. Yeah. And I think they fell to one and two. They, so. they, yeah, they lost. Scratch that one the from Chargers the argument. and the Chiefs, I think. Right. Yep. So – but I think that we're seeing that Jeffrey Lurie knows what he's doing when it comes to hiring. And, you know, even though it's only one game for Sirianni, I think you've been impressed by what you saw, you've seen in the preseason and even just him at the podium and stuff like that. So you're right. Anything could happen. But I think that if you, if you take the skepticism, I'm not saying remove it, but if, if you just kind of look at what you're seeing, then I think you're seeing a team that's good. And if you remove the, the part of you that's like, well, they did win four games last year. You don't believe in Howie to a certain extent, at least like, Take the feelings out of it and just use your eyes. Not many teams that are bad win by 26 points. Like, yep, doesn't happen very often. So I, I think that I think they are going to win tomorrow. I, I do. I don't think the Niners are as good as people make them out to be. I think the matchups are advantageous. We'll get into that. But they'll go to two and zero, and then they'll go to Dallas, and we'll see what happens. But this is a team that I think, as I've said all off season, and I hope that now you know the callers and everybody can see this, like. They're a good team, and they're going to surprise a lot of people this season. Yeah, look, I think you hit on a lot of important stuff and things that are that are leaning me towards starting to believe. And and again, I'm way more in than I was. Yeah, you know, a, a, a week ago at this time, way more in on this team now. Obviously, to your point, because because look, yes, Atlanta might stink. Atlanta might be one of the five worst teams in football. That is definitely possible with what well, they we were saw. last year. Right. Yeah. But they beat them by 26 points. Yep. Like they didn't slide by the in Atlanta. No less. Like a road game in Nick Sirianni's first ever game as head coach. Jalen's first game as the full-time starter of the team and all that stuff, like, is so encouraging in and of itself. And to your point, and again, you know, we're not getting into the the things that could happen, the injuries, this and that, but just on its face, a quarterback that I believe in, an offensive line, a defensive line I believe in, and a head coach I believe in, like, yeah, you're right. Like, that's that's, that's what it, it takes that's the to recipe. win in the NFL. Yeah, so that's the recipe. You're, you're, you're making me feel better, but I still need to see them go out tomorrow and handle a better team at home. And when it comes to the quarterback, you know, I think we've, we've both been, you know, Jalen Hurts guys, you know, pretty much all offseason, even last year when after he played against yep. the Saints. I remember recording the pod with you coming on the radio and saying, Okay, this guy's legit. Yep. Like, we'll see how good he turns into, but he's definitely an NFL quarterback. He's not a scrub. He's, There's right. no question. They did not miss that yeah. pick. He's a good, a good player. The, the one concern I would have, if you told me in 10 weeks from now the Eagles were, you know, whatever, 3-8 and eight or whatever the math would be, right? Like, I, as good as I think Jalen Hurts is, he has the toughest task of everybody here. Like, being a good quarterback week in and week out in the NFL is very hard. Like, he can play really good games, and we saw last week. He is talented. Like, he can do things that not a lot of quarterbacks in the league can do with his combination of running, throwing, the composure, like, all those things. The only concern I would have, and I don't even know if concern is the right word, but the only thing I'm less sure of is, like, I know the line's going to be good each week. I know the defensive line's going to be good. And honestly, I, I feel very confident that Sirianni's going to do a good job scheming each week. It's going to be tough for Jalen Hurts just because it's hard to play f- play quarterback in the NFL. So we'll see in, you know, 10, 11 weeks if he can do it. And I think they'll win the division. So ultimately, I do think he will. But if there's one reason to be a little, like, nervous, it's just that the quarterback is an unknown still. As good as he's looked, it's still a bit of an unknown. 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on this Eagles team heading into week two? Who do you think wins tomorrow? 
And as your opinion of this team changed, obviously I think all of our opinions have changed at least a little bit. I don't think you could see them go into Atlanta and handle their business that way and not, if you were a doubter, not feel at least a little better about the Eagles. But how much has it changed? Are, are you like Elliot? Are you, and Elliot was a, uh, had him as a playoff team before, but have you, have you changed to that? Where are you at with the Eagles right now heading into week two? And who wins tomorrow? 215 592 94 94. You like me? You need to see it tomorrow. And if they win tomorrow, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. I'll tell I'll, Here's a prediction for you outside of a prediction for the game. If they win tomorrow, there is a 0.0% chance that you don't pick them to beat the Cowboys. <laughs> 0% chance. If they win the game tomorrow and they're 2 0. I would bet my my literal life, and now I would hope you would pick at this point because <laughs> Just you would life. have control over it. But, yeah. like, knowing you, James, like I know you, there is no way you are picking them to lose to the Cowboys in primetime on Monday night. And keep in mind, the Cowboys could be 0-2. Uh-huh. Like, that game, there could be 2-0 and versus 0-2 with a chance to take a three-game lead <laughs> on the second-best team in the division. Well, Dallas sucks, so let's not well, ever forget is. that. 215-592-9494. Let's go to the phones. Let's start out. Where we do every Saturday at this time. Let's go to Abington and talk to our buddy Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, James Seltzer, best producer in the land. How we doing today, my man? What up, buddy? How you doing, pal? <sighs> nice of you to grace us with your presence this week, you know, I mean, it's the least I could do, honestly. I will say, like, I was, you know, I have a wedding to go to later. I'm like, maybe I should take the show off, but I need to educate Tom on football at this time. Well, so I I, you, you know, you were absent the first week of the regular season. That's unexcusable. It is unexcusable. It is. I agree. All right. Is, you're not going to let it happen wrong. again? No, I'm gonna, no, I will not let it happen again. Except All right. I think so, listen, before, as much as I enjoy hearing Jack Fritz, and I love Jack Fritz, I'm going to uh, throw him under the bus in the open Ooh, here. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, so, yesterday on, on uh, the Marks and Reese show, uh, Johnny was claiming that Justin from Tennessee was their caller, yeah, saying, that the hammer, yeah. saying that the hammer was trying to claim him as the midday guy. Wow. They, they, there's point, a lot of uh, people who have no idea what yeah, the Yeah, he's just dead wrong is. about, yeah. yeah. All right, well, at that point, I text Jack, and I said, you know, Justin from Tennessee is a go-birds caller. Correct. To which he responded, and I, I'm quoting him here, Uh-oh. nobody cares about go-birds. Ooh. Wow. That's rough, huh? Well, Tommy, I well. appreciate you bringing this to us, our, us to our attention. You know, yes. we need to know these things. Have to discuss Let's just say, <laughs> if, if Elliot or I do, for any reason, have to miss your show in the future, you probably won't be hearing Jack Fritz as the co-host for that show. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I like to think he just said that out of anger, knowing that Justin is a Go-Birds. It's like, all right, no, Go-Birds no, Radio, does... James Seltzer, Rob Ellis coming to you. All right. <laughs> Elliot's out it this might week be James got... Seltzer, Tom from Abington coming. Yeah, hey, hey, you know? Well, there's a pattern here. He didn't know the Open. He refuses to say Go-Birds. I'm just yeah. saying. Well, I know he's listening because he said uh, he texted us already. So <laughs> ah. we'll see what his response is. Perfect. I was hoping that would be the case. So yesterday, James, I told you my plan moving forward with the I was wrongest. Yeah, I, I love that, man. That was a good uh, good job by you. Okay, so to that point, I have the Niners winning tomorrow 29-27, and I've adjusted my season record. So I had them the 4-12-1, so I had them beating the Jets and splitting with the division. That was the four wins. I had them right. losing to Atlanta, so I've adjusted to 5-11-1. Well, look at you. Optimistic Tom from <laughs> Moving. He's all in. Yeah. Five but, all right, so knowing my plan, this if all goes accordingly tomorrow, this is going to present a really big issue for me next week. All right. 
So how do I pick yeah. the cockroaches? Yeah, I know. I'm, well, I, I'm, I don't know if I could do it. I know. I'm I'm in a similar situation, let's say, Tom, and I'm not really sure how I'm going to handle it. So. Yeah, I'll tell All you right. how you guys do it. You man up and have a pick. That's what you do, right? You pick, well, yeah. is, is Elliot aware Elliot of what we're doing? Yeah, he doesn't get us, Tom. Okay. No, I know All what right. you're doing. I uh, James did it on the pod, too. That's what I'm I know saying. what you guys That's are what I'm doing. Saying. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, if it works, it works, right? Yeah, I'm surprised you, you want to do something and have him win after the way you. Yeah, Trash right? them all off. Sometimes you got to willingly be wrong for the good I, of everybody. Yeah, I'll eat crow if, if it's for the greater good. But on a serious note, so I, I'm impressed by Devontae Smith. I'm, in, yeah. I'm impressed by Hertz. I was impressed by the defense. But most impressive to me was Sirianni and the, and the entire staff. Yeah. For, for having them guys ready to go, um, showing us things that we haven't seen in years offensively, schematic wise, that led to points, which was just so refreshing. Um, so all that being said, I'm still most worried about a lack of depth because we know injuries are going to happen this year. I got to see if there's truly a lack of depth here. Yeah, and you know, I, the other thing too is let's see what the depth looks like with better coaching. You know, I mean, last year the whole team looked bad, even the starters, because of the coaching. Mm-hmm. I do That's wonder, a good point. and to your point, what you just said, Tom, I do think Sirianni's been impressive. Like, it'll be easier for these backups to, to play well with better coaching. Like well, flat out. And, but the flip side, too, on the coaching part of it, and something we talked a lot about coming in, is they don't know what Sirianni's doing and all that stuff. So, like, yeah. there is that mm. other side, too. It's like, I need to see the league adjust to Sirianni and then Sirianni adjust back, too. Yep. That's going to be a hurdle we're going to have to see him cross. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be fascinating. So, I'll end you guys with this. Um, who's the worst coach, McCarthy or Judge? Because... Judge, I, I'm embarrassed that he is a quote unquote Philly guy. Judge is the worst coach in the NFL. I, I okay. he's such a loser that guy. Like I don't see one thing that he's good at. Like, yeah, I mean seriously. I mean, think I, about nothing it this personal. Way, think about him. it this way: they lost the game because of special teams. Right, he's a special <laughs> teams coach. Special teams coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. That's fantastic. God. All right, well, you fellers keep talking. I'll keep listening. Thanks, brother. We appreciate it. Nice impersonation of a fellow GoBirds yes, caller. Yeah, as an original yes, GoBirds listener. Original, yes. And we're not standing for any of these shenanigans. Just wrong. I mean, he's a GoBirds caller. I mean, they should be embarrassed. Yeah. Like, you you yeah. really, I mean, Justin's the best, but like, you want to grab Justin that bad that you have to right. like embarrass yourself. Look, we're lucky enough that we have so many great callers that, you know, yeah. they're at all the stations. Yeah. You know, I know with, with Fritz's callers, they're not as. Plentiful. Consistent, yeah. plentiful. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Speaking of, I see on the line one of my dudes. Don't get to speak to him that often, but it's always a pleasure. And it says on the board that he is gonna make a pretty bold proclamation right now. Isan, how you been, buddy? Long time. What's man. up, Jay? What's oh, up, it's brother? always a pleasure, man. Long long time listener, long time caller, first time caller. <laughs> it's awesome, so, man. Good to hear you. I, I'm a Bills fan from childhood. I'll explain it. When I was young, I started watching the Bills versus the Giants. Well, I think the Giants were original, whatever. And I became a fan as a kid, but I always put a home team as well. So I'm the Bills and for the Eagles, some people might hate me for it. But the Eagles are going to. Isan, it's a little hard to hear you, man. I, like, I know. We want to wait yeah. and have this bold proclamation yeah. we can hear you well. The Eagles there are we going go. to the Super Bowl. Whoa! Wow. We can hear that. Tell me why. All right. One, because of the coach. Number one, I think it's one A and one B, Hurts and the coach. I believe in Jalen Hurts, and it was from last year. Although he had, like, completion percentage that wasn't good over the course of the game to play, 
what I saw when he got in for that second half of that Green Bay game was all I needed to know mm-hmm. about his, his ability to lead, his ability to win. He wanted to beat Green Bay, and I really think they had a shot at Green Bay had the Eagles started against Green Bay with Hurt, I think I agree. They, they beat Green Bay that game. Yeah, and Eason, it's, it's this kid has like again, and, and obviously he's got a lot to prove, and and you know it is still an unknown, but but he definitely like when he steps on that field, like nothing seems too big for him, nothing seems too fast for him, nothing seems too much for him. He's like so cool and collected and poised. It is it is at twenty three years old. It's well, very this impressive. is the advantage of drafting guys out Alabama. Yeah. There yeah. it is. <laughs> he, you know what I'll give you? Like you said, he's cool and all these things. He's confident, and he's not yeah, calculated. Right. Although he's you're prepared. Right. When I hear him, I don't hear the whole thing, like, at the end of the day. And all the all the calculated responses, he reminds me of Allen Iverson in the way that he just spoke real and honest. Yeah. Not arrogant, but just very confident. And I think that given an opportunity, last year they were throwing him in for a play. Like, everybody didn't know we'd throw him in for this play. It's a run, a quarterback sneak. Give him a chance to get out there and see what his arm is like. Give him a chance to get out there and lead and play with the first team. And what you're seeing is that he's a, he has the ability to do it. What I want the fan base and the whole city to do is be patient when he throws an interception. Be patient when he has a team, when he has a game that, that loses with him at the helm. Just be patient. And remember, he's still only in his second year and only played a few games in his first year. And while we're being patient, watch them go 11-6, and six, yes. watch them win this division, and watch them win the Super Bowl. Wow. I'm thinking they're going, to, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Only team that I would like to win the Super Bowl more than them are my Bills. But I think that the Eagles have something special. And I think that Dallas is going to come in. Well, I'm sorry, we're going into Dallas while they're 0-2 next week. And the Eagles take a commanding 3-0 lead. Uh, Here we go. Isan, it's always a pleasure, man. You too, brother. Call again, man. Great to hear your voice. Yeah, look, I, obviously I'm not James ready, Buffalo Bills not ready as well. To go there. Yeah, the Bills were my Super Bowl yeah. pick. Not a great first week for that. Though, to be fair, the Bucks lost week one last year and still made it happen. But I, I do think, look, I, and it's hard because I've brought this up to you on the pod before. It's a tough spot in the for Jalen Hurts, obviously, in the sense that this is a 23-year-old kid mm-hmm. who's a second-round draft pick. He got thrown into a hornet's nest last year with no first-team reps, whatever, and, and just started playing. This year, first offseason as a starter and all that. And yet, at the age of 23, it is a make-or-break season for his career. Yeah. Like, this guy doesn't get rope. This guy doesn't get the chance and it's to— it's not fair. And, and that's exactly yeah. it. It is not fair because—and and honestly, it also is is probably something that, that, unless he's great early, like, you might miss out on something because you didn't give it enough time or give it enough chance. And to Isan's point, like, he does deserve a chance. It's just a really tough dichotomy for this yeah. kid where he's, he's fighting for his career— and yet he's also 23 years old and deserves the chance to grow and, and learn. So I'm not going to pick them to go to the Super Bowl, be, to be clear. <laughs> but driving in, I was listening to uh, Glenn Ray show, and they played the Jake Elliott highlight from week three with a 61-yard field goal back in 2017. And I think the lesson from 2017 is that, like, the best team, the Eagles were talented. I'm not diminishing the roster. But they, they got off to a good start, and they were special quickly, mm-hmm. right? Eagles' win last week was a special win. It was a statement win. There's, like, memories from that game. They go out tomorrow, they win. They beat Dallas week three. Like, that's how you start to get special. And at that point, you don't say, well, you know, their they're, they're second safety spot's not that great. Like, no, like, at that point, you say something's happening here. And I don't think we can rule out the possibility that something could happen with this team. 215-592-9494. Eagles, Niners tomorrow. Who wins? Where are you at with this team? And also, coming up next, Elliot mentioned it before, a contract has been signed back-to-back weeks. We have had a 
a long-term deal signed for one of the young players on the Eagles. We'll get into that coming up as well. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio, and let me tell you that there's nothing like the home teams, nothing like the birds, pro football and college football, and we go with the home team for sports betting and the Park Sportsbook app. They are based right here in Pennsylvania. The Park Sportsbook app is the home team. It's the only sportsbook app that we here at Go Rec- we here at Go Birds recommend. And with the gridiron back, the Parks Casino Sportsbook gives you the home field advantage. So many different ways to bet. Live in-game betting lets you bet on the game action as it happens. It is a wild ride with awesome swings and awesome opportunities to make money. You can bet on player performances, halftime scores, rushing yards, who scores first, and so much more. It is a blast to go in there and find the inefficiencies and find the players you want to bet the over the under for, and you can make a lot of money in doing it easy deposits great odds outstanding customer service and again you can bet on anything and everything baseball still happening obviously college football today and tomorrow football action philadelphia three-point underdog at home trust elliot take the money line bet on philadelphia i think they got a shot tomorrow too and of course any other game on the slate and here's the deal new customers only if you sign up right now you get a free 50 dollars sportsbook bet for a limited time with no deposit required. Just download the app in the app store or go to parkscasino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. This is a limited time offer for new customers only. A free $50 sports bet with no deposit required. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. Until 3.30. Well, well, me with you until 3.30. Elliot yes. with you until 3 or 2.45 or something. You're the true way. MVP of the show, as always. You got a wedding. It happens. I have a wedding. I'm very excited. Shout so out just, to Meg and Matt. Very shout excited to Shout out to, to Meg go. and Matt. Just to clarify, though. So week one, skip the show. Oh, week God. two, leave early. I just want to make sure we're like. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> there's just no excuse is really all I can say. Yeah, but here's I what had I, yeah. to. I had to. Yeah. But you know, the, the nice thing is, I will say, that is, I was, you know, excited to bachelor party last week, excited yes. for the wedding. Yes. It does, and you know this, it pains me inside to miss I those. Trust me, I know. It, honestly, like, you get actually legitimately upset when you have to miss yeah. those. So. Now, that being said, would you say I'm the best dancer you've ever seen at a wedding? <laughs> well, I haven't actually been to a wedding. That's true, you. actually. You're right. I've seen, like, videos of you at weddings, so... I, I can't say for sure. But you you feel good about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're clearly a fun wedding guest. Yeah, you would I commit de- to, yeah. I've definitely gotten a FaceTime from you at a wedding Once or twice, yeah. Basically just to tell me you love me. Well, I mean, you it's, know, it's, that I miss the show. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty great. Well, so I'll get ready for tonight around <laughs> 11 or so. All right, 215-592-9494. Eagles-Niners, a game that all of a sudden, is much more winnable than I thought it was going to be coming in. It was season. always winnable. I like, know, this idea that the schedule I was know. hard to start, it was just wrong. It was always wrong. Like, the Eagles beat the Niners last year. And I'm supposed to believe because Jimmy Garoppolo's back, that means that they, that you know, it's a tough game. The Eagles were the biggest dumpster fire I've seen since I've covered this team last year, and they still beat the Niners. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo's good, don't get me wrong, but he's not the difference. Like, he's not that big of a difference. So where do you stand on this game? Are you as confident as Elliot going into this game? Are you a little more, still need to see it a little bit more like me? Let's go to South Philly and talk to our buddy Darren Yodi. What's up, brother from another mother? What's up, superstition killer? <laughs> what up, man? I don't even know what that means. Did I kill a superstition of yours? Yes, you did last okay. week. Okay, what happened? Uh, well, we won't get into it. Just know, my yeah. brother will tell you off air, you okay. killed a superstition. 
right, we, had, well, we had lost, I'd have blamed you. I'd have been on this air ranting and raving, blaming you. Well, the good news is my prediction was right, and they won. So yeah. Yes, this is. But uh, I'll give you my official prediction, prediction since I didn't give it to anybody yet this year. I originally was thinking about seven and six. I'll go ten and seven. I think we get a, a division win and maybe a playoff win. Look at you, D. Mm. How about but, it? But uh, I have another bold well, what prediction. What changed your mind? Just out of curiosity, like what was it? Um, honestly, that the coach, and I mean, is I got turned off by his press conferences, but he can actually coach. Like yeah. sometimes, I believe us as fans get caught up in the moment when we hear people talk. Like that's just the person is, and he can actually coach. I just honestly thought he was a Mickey Mouse. You know, happy go lucky. Look, a lot of people did, and I still think there is that perspective nationally too. And I think that's part. I still get asked about it. Yeah, I did a hit yesterday in San Francisco and Sacramento, and both asked me about the introductory press. Yeah, I I think it's it's just something that is gonna is gonna hang over him until he and he's proven now that that shouldn't matter. You know, but nationally at least here we knew. We don't care what national media thinks. We're from Philly. No one likes us anyway, so it's. All us, and if you're not with us, you're against us. I so mean, go I love Black the Ice. sentiment of that, D. I don't know if we actually really truly don't care, but I, but, I um, love the Dallas sentiment. But Dallas sucks. Yes. Let's just go with that. But I have a bold prediction. I think Jalen's going to show people his arm. And, Elliot, you're wrong. He's not from Alabama. He's from Oklahoma. Get that right? No, nah, he's, he's from Alabama. For five Let's t- keep it real. He's going to throw five TDs tomorrow. Uh, okay. On the air, he's throwing five, five TDs, and it's a shootout, but we still win it. I think 45 – I'm sorry, 45-28. Wow, dude. Great call, brother. As always, 45-28. Yeah. So here, here are some. are putting up a 45 spot tomorrow. Well, if they do that, I mean, oh my God. if they do that, they might be favored in If Hurts throws for five touchdowns tomorrow, this city, like, will. It'll explode. Yeah. So here are some of my concerns I do have. And he one, and the reason I thought of it is because he mentioned the shootout. Like, so I think Jonathan Gannon's a good defense coordinator. Only give up six points week one. I think the Falcons had a lot to do with that. But regardless, like, six points is six points. Where I think there could be problems tomorrow is one thing Kyle Shanahan does a lot of is pre-snap, like, you know, eye candy, right? He'll, he'll try to get you to trick in, into thinking one thing. He'll, he'll move another way, all that stuff. And the Eagles are still a team learning a new defense, right? So, and they didn't play a lot of zone last year. So I'm just – Mike, I do think that there is a chance that there are some ugly moments for the defense tomorrow. That's a, that's a really interesting point that I wouldn't have thought Thank of. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Look at you. Let's go to Billy in New York. Yo, Billy. Hey, guys, what's going on? What's up, man? Not much. Um, couldn't get in last week, but I'm going to try to make this a weekly thing of calling in because you guys are great. I really appreciate, I appreciate your show. It, man. Thanks, man. We really appreciate um, it. Going forward, yeah, going forward, I'm actually heading to the game tomorrow. So I'm expecting – I'm really excited, first of all. It's been almost two years. Yeah. Um, about the game, I know you guys didn't touch on it yet, but Josh West signing I think is huge. It's, again, the Eagles making a priority on the defensive line, which is huge. We've always been built around that defensive line, and to see that we're locking up these young, really good players is just really going to make a, make a difference down the road with this team, don't you, uh, don't you guys think? Especially he works in the trenches. Offensive line, I'm always built around offensive line, defensive line, and work around there. Yeah. And locking up another young guy in Josh Sweat is just another another great move. Well, the, the, the draft classes are starting to look different too, right? I mean, Jordan Mailata, great late-round pick. Josh Sweat, a mid-round pick. They re-signed him. Maddox has been good. So that, that class Goddard. alone is – yeah, Goddard's been good. That class yep. alone is looking different. But but to your point, the Josh Sweat signing, I think it's a good signing. I think, look, when any whenever you pay 
for future as opposed to what a player has already done. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. But there's always risk with that. I mean, who knows, right? Josh seems Sweat, reasonable. For no, I, I agree, like, but it's like, not a lot of money. That's, that's my point. Yeah. I'm talking from a money perspective. Yep, agree. Like at that position, it seems like a very reasonable deal. And I also like it's it's through 2024. So, like, you're not, like, signing him to, like, a seven-year deal yeah. or something. And even though you could always get out of that stuff anyway. Well, no, right, his, on guys, his yeah. end, too, he yeah. gets he's a free agent sooner. Seems like a smart deal. Billy. Right, and you have guys getting older. You know, Graham's probably on his last couple of years. Um, you know, Cox is getting up there in age. You got a lot of guys getting up there in age, and to see us lock up these young defensive ends is it's just it's just great to see. Billy, great call. So, keep the uh, keep the calls coming. Let's well, make it a thing. The question now is, what does this mean for Derek Barnett? Yeah, because if you're Barnett, you know, I so I think Josh Sweat has been a better NFL player than Barnett. I agree. But if you're Barnett. I mean, do you take less than what Sweat signed for, or do you not sign here knowing that, look, Brandon Graham is probably back in 2022. Josh Sweat, after signing this, is probably the starter. Like, he might not even want to re-sign here. Now, I know the Eagles, you know, they uh, you know shuffle their defensive lineman in. He'll play quite a bit. But, you know, whether the Eagles re-sign him or not, we'll see. But whether he wants to re-sign here after this deal is another question. Sure. 215-592-9494. I am fine with Derek Barnett. Moving on. I mean, he's a fine player to have on your team, but if he's going to want sweat money, right. I don't want to pay him sweat money. No. Yeah. So, Although it's not bad money. It's I think fine. You can for make the argument you just stack them up. And it's the right, like, again, that's why it seems like a very fair, fair deal for someone who's going to pressure the quarterback for you. Like, right. those guys just get paid. So I get it. I think Derek Barnett will make a solid amount of money on the open market, assuming he has a solid year this year. Right. I just, I'm not committing him both those guys to big money. Agreed. Yeah, right. I agree. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to our guy, Black Granny. What up, baby? What up, baby mama? What up, Elliot? Part time, part time. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that well is done. really good. Well hey, done. That was hey, well yeah. done. Hey, 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 hey! The truth, the truth never lies. You that's know what I'm saying? Amen, man. Part. Amen. That's beautiful. I'm, I'm over here. in the business for for I'm, you know a reason now. Hey, look, I, I'm wondering how you know. I mean, he goes from working ninety two shows a week to not working half a show. And yeah. I got to do replacing him, not being able to say go birds. I mean, we got to talk about this guy. We got we to come together on this. Guy. Don't I mean, worry. Gotta, I'll, I'll be here for all the playoff shows. Yeah. I'll be hey, here for all the playoff hey, shows. Hey, don't worry. Hey, as long as you don't go anywhere for the Super Bowl run, baby, that's what we need. Amen. You know I mean, that's, Amen. that's what we need. Um, so I'm with you on the 49ers. I'm not worried about it. My mindset is we are winners until we're losers. So I'm going in positively until mm-hmm. I see somebody beat us and I can judge by the way we got beat before I get all down on the team. So right now, I'm flying high in the sky, guys. We're about to get this George W. against the Niners. I'm really not worried about it. The only thing that worries me is this Lance trickery they might try and sprinkle in, yeah, I mean, every once in a blue. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm uh, torn on that because we saw last year, now granted, I think Kyle Shanahan's a better offensive mind than Doug Peterson is, but we saw with Jalen Hurts and Carson last year, like it was a disaster. Like It just hurt the offense. Now, I know Lance yeah. probably had a better play last, last week than Hurts did as a backup last year, so maybe they'll be better at it, but – yeah, I don't know if that worries me as much. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll take Shanahan mind over uh, Doug's mind. I mean, yeah, that I think the league so, has decided that as well. Philly, Philly special. Always magic in my heart, though. But we're going to get this win, and then, like I said, move on from there. And if we get the loss, it depends on how we lose before I'm jumping out the window. Everybody swings so high and so low instead of just riding this nice. It's a whole new team. The yeah. coach seemed like he could come. Oh. <laughs> it's a good thing, a good game. Move. I mean, wide receivers catching balls? Oh my God! What are we doing, guys? What are I, we doing? I, it's, it's I'm. Oh, it, I. I am 
floored at how much better it looked than I expected it to. There's no question. Like I, again, and it changes your whole perspective on on the team, the city, the season. Like it's we were all kind of you know bracing ourselves for another crappy year, and now it's like it's almost like such a breath of fresh air to think, oh man, like this this could be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it almost seems like part-time parts knows we talk about sometimes. Oh, yeah. You only got to be part-time when you're right all the time, you know? <laughs> hey, hey, look, uh, enjoy the wedding. I expect my FaceTime call tonight also. Yeah, I got you. Maybe I'll have to get a look, you know, for <laughs> you hey, and James hey, at the same time. There, there it is. And as always, fellas, go birds! Go birds! Oh, always a pleasure. Blackgritty.com, the best one out there. 215 Part-time parts is... is clever. It's it, chef's kiss to that. It's yeah. very good. 215 Five nine two ninety four ninety four. How do you th- how do you feel about the Eagles heading into tomorrow's game against the Niners? Are you all? And I know one of our callers is all in because he called me a coward Ooh. a few weeks ago. Legendary caller to WIP. I, I, we're gonna hear him come in hot. Is my guess. That's coming up. Plus your calls two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Tell you to James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. Let's go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you till 3.30 today. John Johnson, Jan, coming up after that. Yes, sir. Eagles Niners tomorrow. So what will the score right be? Here. What will the score be 24 be hours quick from now? Howard asking on the call. What was that? What will the score be 24 hours from now? Uh, so we're like, probably like midway like through. No, we're probably no, 24 the nothing birds. Is it too Something much? Like that? Or, yeah, like a, you know, it's a little three, aggressive. At least three first quarter touchdowns, right? So here's my, well, I guess we'll get to it in a little bit. My player of the game. But yeah, I, I, got a, I got a good not one yet, for my player Elliot, of the game. Save it. That's I'll save it. Coming up next segment, gotcha. Elliot Chirp Parks' is player of the game. Gotcha. We'll get there. For now, back to the phones, 215-592-9494. Where do you stand on this Eagles team after week one and Eagles Niners tomorrow? Who wins? He called me a coward mm. a couple of weeks ago. He's called a few people a coward. He's been on, he's been coming in hot. But it's because he believes in the team. And so far, so good. Kenny from the Dirty 30. What up, Kenny? Guys, I just got back from the mechanic farm. The bandwagon is all ready to go. Jimmy, I got a seat for you. <laughs> I love um, it. From Abington, right it. next to me. I love it. Come on, guys. We're going to be 3-0. and I know it in my heart. We're okay. going to take care of business, and we're going to go down to Dallas, and it's going to be like a Mack truck hitting a Yugo. We're going to be 3-0, and <laughs> and this whole city is going to be on fire. Yeah. It's going to be so good. And, Jimmy, I can't wait for you to be sitting next to me, high-fiving me. And we're right back with us again. No Kenny, more doubt. I love it. And look, I'm I'm way more in than I was before, as you know. Like, and I am definitely in on Jalen Hurts. I believe in that kid. I'm I'm super excited about his future and what that holds. But I look, I, I love the optimism. And Kenny, to be fair, you had it before week one. You've been saying this from the jump, but a lot of people now it's like you see week one and, and just all in. Just the words of caution. We've been there before, right? Doug and Carson, three and zero start, and then it kind of fell apart like there are things that can, you know, just to, to be guarded, to be beware. So the, but... the difference, I think, really quick between 2016 and now, though, is the division was way better then. Like, the sure. Cowboys won 13 games that year. The Giants were the second wild card. Sure. So that doesn't mean the Eagles – look, if the Eagles only win seven games this year, they're probably not going right. to the playoffs. But no, and that's that somebody they won point. in 2016. But it was just a tougher schedule and division. So, then. Kenny, do you do you feel like tomorrow's going to be an easy win, or do you think it's a tougher win? Or, or you just think they're going to roll? No, I think it's going to be an entertaining game. It's going to go back and forth, but I think we're going to pull away. But here's something I want to keep in mind. People are talking about the depth. Look, look at the snap count last week on defense. Every single player but one played snaps. Jonathan Gannon is of the opinion that he wants to give everybody experience so that when they do have to play extended time, they're not going to be a deer in the headlights. 
And that's, that's refreshing because we didn't have that before. No, Kenny, and great calls always. That's an interesting point, an interesting thought. You know, and also, look, I think, you know, fresh guys on defense always helps and all that. But he did. I mean, we talked about, like, six linebackers played. Yeah. I mean, when look, was Pat- the last time that Patrick happened? Johnson, right? The, yeah, I think, seventh-round pick. He made, he a, made play. a play. So, now, if, you, if he's out there full-time, who knows? But I will say, Eric Wilson, rough yeah, that's Rough week you, one. You got a lot of things right. Week not one, right like, about Eric Wilson. Yeah, so far, not so good. Four missed Wilson. tackles. That's yeah. tough. I mean, that was one of the main reasons they struggled against the run. Well, well, if, if he made those tackles, you're absolutely right. Cordell Patterson, like, he just couldn't get the guy to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Not and and I think also, like, they took him out. Like, they played him less throughout the game. And I think you saw the run defense improve. So, I think, you know, I, I respect this as a coaching staff. Like, they have a short leash on, on these guys. At least Gannon does. We'll see what Sirianni does. Let's go to New Mexico and talk to our buddy David. Hello, sir. Gentlemen, how are we? What up, man? Look here, man. I am so stoked about tomorrow. This is going to be a hard-fought game, but they're going to win it. A couple of things that I have on, on, on my mind as far as the challenges go for what this Eagle team has to face with the 49ers. Both is going to be a problem, and I think Jordan Malata is about to get his uh, his biggest test of his career yeah. uh, against Bosa, and I think it's going to be a good one. Um, if he plays like the monster I know he is, I think he's going to be fine. But the 49ers have a good defensive line, but that secondary is full of practice squad players. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know exactly how strong they're going to be in a week two. Devontae Smith reminds me of Allen Iverson. They can't guard that kid already. So he should have a great game. And I yeah. think Quez Watkins goes deep and scores. Uh, well, Dave, week, Dave, real quick, next week. real quick, real quick, you just brought that up. I think it's a good point. I do think that what the Niners are going to do is you look at what the Eagles did last week, and we talked about Sirianni needing to have a counterpunch. Last week, the Eagles took what the Falcons gave them deep. The Falcons tried to stop them from making plays down the field and tested Jalen Hurts to see if he could consistently complete short passes. And he did it to you know a great degree, complete over 70%. They scored 32 points like it worked. So I think the Niners are probably going to come play a little closer, try to take away those screens and make Hurts beat him deep. But honestly, I think Hurts throws a better deep ball than short ball. Like I think that could be advantageous to the Eagles if the Niners try to dare them to beat them deep. But I think the receivers have a, a, an advantage on the speed side. So For if they sure, do yeah. step up, that's going to be a test. That's going to be a test of, of whether or not these guys can actually get open and uh, and give Jalen Hurts some targets down the field. The biggest thing that I liked about the defense last week is that they're the only defense in the league that didn't allow a touchdown, and they're the only defense that didn't allow a play over 20 yards. Yeah. Now, that yeah. says a lot. No, now, it does, David. Well, especially with no, how no, much no, of Falcons were in the red zone. Yeah, and also how those uh, first uh, two drives started for them to buckle down the way they did and adjust the way they did. And the thing is, is, that, is that I think that if the defensive mindset can be like it was in the second half of that game, the Eagles are going to be very, very, very formidable to beat. At home, I do not see the Niners coming in there and winning right. that game. But I think the score last last week I predicted the score would be twenty seven to ten. Did not know they would score thirty two. Mm-hmm. This was going to be a lot closer. So I'm saying twenty eight twenty four. Birds and Dallas sucks. Love it. Dallas I, sucks. Great call, David. I'm not so sure the Niners are going to get into the twenties. This is, I, I just I think the Eagles defensive line's really good. I, I don't think, think Garopp- Kyle Shanahan's good. Like Kyle Shanahan knows how, I mean like they put up 38 last week, you know. I know Detroit's True. horrible, Lions, but 38 yeah. points is is 38 points. True. And they do have talent. I know they're without Moster, but I mean Debo Samuel is a, a legitimate weapon. George Kittle's a legitimate Elijah weapon. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, I mean he's a good player. I mean at least fumbles. talented fumbles, yes. But uh I think that I mean, Shannon just gets guys open. I, 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 I would be surprised if they don't get to 20. So, look, we we talked about this, but I think it's time to have it on the air. Uh-oh. Kyle Shanahan, 
losing record in four oh years. All right, like I un- I understand he's a good offensive mind. A great what a, yes, great offensive mind. He's so great that he loses more than he wins. All right, like first, four years is not he a took short over sample a size. one in fifteen teams. So okay, that first year, so the first year, of course, wipe it away. And, and and but you yes, so that's part of the reason he has a losing record. The second year. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. He's playing with, okay. with Nick. How many Mullins excuses does this Beathard. guy get? Like Whatever. so, so he he's only his quarterback. So and he's then only the next year okay. he went to the Super Bowl. Okay, and then last year they had like a historic number of injuries. All so right, like, so yeah, I would say that's kind of some excuses. So Kyle Shanahan's only expected to win if his quarterback is healthy and there's no injuries. Are we are we in agreement on that? <laughs> that's what you're saying. Like if he's such a great coach, then win win guys are injured. Like yeah. you're saying he's such a great coach, but only if he has his quarterback and everyone's healthy. I'm saying that I, for, as an offensive mind, well, I how great can it? Be if he's sport. thirty and thirty-five in four years. Again, he went two and fourteen the first year with the one and fifteen roster. Cool. You said wipe that away, so he's right. not thirty so and thirty-five a, anymore, so, right? If you wipe that away, you said you agreed wipe that first right. year. I didn't away. mean literally, but, I, but yes. how not literally? Okay. If we're gonna so, if we're gonna wipe it away, we're gonna wipe it away. You wipe that year away. Right, okay. He's over five hundred. So the roster that Chip Kelly won one game with, Kyle Shanahan won two games. I, I don't remember. It might have been three. I don't remember the exact. What? Okay. Regardless, my point is four, that, I and I. You know, I like Kyle Shanahan. I do on. think you, you, you know, I'm just saying 30 and 35. It's here. not the extreme, it's his record. It's his record. Yeah. I'm not making this but up. Again, I didn't... There are extenuating circumstances. You can't just look yeah, at record and extenuating say circumstances, and we talk about he this. He took with over quarterbacks. a one fifteen team that Chip right. Kelly drove to the ground. And for two years, I would I would acknowledge that and I'd wipe that away. But for four years, you kind of are what you are after four yeah, years. Strong, or at least the Niners are what they last are. Last year they had historic injuries, and he went to the Super Bowl two years okay, ago. Okay, the Eagles had historic injuries. Is I, Doug a better coach? Is Doug a better coach than Kyle Shanahan? Just strong disagree. No, I don't think Doug is. Okay, so Doug won a Super Bowl and has a better record as a Yeah, Again, but like you can't just base it on that. Like, what do you base it on as a head coach then? If not record over four it's years, it's part of it. But again, the guy went to the but Super it's a Bowl. Large he's only been head coach for four years. And he went to the Super Bowl. And he almost won it. If right. Like he was ten minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. But, but he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. And, I, and, and, but you're going too far. No. But you're my point is, maybe it's not all. Yeah. But okay. I just I, we disagree on this. Yeah. But we are not going to get any further than where we're we at. We are not. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Speaking of not getting any further, uh, uh, controversy. Mm. On the air this week, this caller has been claimed by another show. The outrage of it all, egregiously, has been calling us forever. Let's talk to him, the man, the myth, the legend, Justin in Tennessee. Hey, buddy. What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing today? What's going on, man? Good to hear from I'm a Go doing... Birds caller. Yeah, a Go yeah. Birds caller. Like enough <laughs> of this, this hogwash. What? One of the OG Go Birds calls. Exactly right. Damn right exactly about right. that, my friend. Yes. I, I, I followed y'all when it was uh, BGN Radio, yep. and then I followed you over to this. So You listening, I, John I, Marks and I agree, yeah, so you this listening? Is a no-brainer. And look, I understand everyone wants Justin from Tennessee because he's a great caller, but unfortunately, Sometimes, the facts are the yeah, facts. Just, just like Kyle I'm, Shanahan's record is what it is, Justin from Tennessee <laughs> is a Go Birds caller. Yep. Well, I, we've said it a million times. I would not have found WIP if it would not have been there for you is. guys on the Odyssey app. Well, as a podcast, I'm sorry. And the Odyssey app. But yep. anyway, uh, sorry I missed the last couple of weeks. Had some stuff going on. My son's running cross country, and then we went to the Tennessee pit game last week. Nice. But uh, we're we're sitting at home today watching this Good to have you atrocity back. of a Tennessee football team. <laughs> play. But uh, anyway, something I wanted to touch on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned this to Marks and Reese yesterday evening. You know, they didn't really throw a lot of deep balls last week yep. in the opener. Do you think that was by design or what? Because, I mean, the longest throw was the Devontae touchdown, and it was, like I said, 18, 20 yards. 
I think they took I, I don't think I, yeah. I don't think it was by design. Watching it in Atlanta, to me, it looked like like watching the plays develop, it looked like they wanted to go deep, and it just wasn't there. Now, look, it just wasn't there. Part of that's on Jalen a little bit. Now, you want him to be smart with the ball, especially when you consider how last year the turnovers from the quarterback position killed this team. And they scored 32 points, so clearly it worked out. I do think ultimately Jalen is going to have to take some chances down the field. But, yeah, I think they wanted to go deep last week, but it wasn't there, so they didn't take it, and, and it worked. Well, that's – that's something that I was watching. You know, when they were doing that little wheel bubble or whatever to uh, Quez, yeah. I think they can set something up with that, like fake it out and then just wheel him on down the field, and he would be wide open with his speed. Now, that's just me watching it on TV. Yeah, I, don't I definitely I, I think it was a situational thing more than a, a choice by the Eagles. I think they took what they were given, and I definitely think we'll see them go down the field. Josh. Yeah, and something else I want to touch on. We need a quick up against it, Jess. Okay, that draft where they where they got Malata and Sweat and Maddox, that's and Goddard, that's turning out to be a pretty solid draft. Way, way better than we all draft. thought it would be, my friend. Way yeah. better. But yeah. uh, anyway, I'll I'll get off and uh, keep listening. Love you, boys, man. Ah, uh, you're the my best, man. Justin. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Coming up, you said something this segment that uh, implied something that I think we as as Eagles fans and really NFL fans have all agreed on. We've all said this is a fact. This is the way it is. Nothing's going to change this year mm-hmm. about that. I'm not so sure it's a fact anymore. Ooh. What is it? Look forward to it. Is it a fact? We're going to find out next. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me again remind you that there is nothing like the home teams and nothing like the birds, pro football and college football. And we go with our home team for sports betting at the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. They are based right here in Pennsylvania. The Parks Sportsbook app is the home team. They're the only sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. Gridiron action is back, and the Parks Casino Sportsbook gives you the home field advantage. So many different ways to bet. You can bet live in-game, play-by-play betting, which lets you bet on the game action as it happens. You can bet on player performances, the halftime score, rushing yards, bet on who scores first. And so much more. It is so much more fun to watch these games that we're going to watch anyway and have a little action on it. Just give you a little more rooting interest. And, of course, you get to make a little money as well. You can bet on all of it. All the games on the slate tomorrow. Philadelphia, three-point dog at home against San Francisco. And anything else, it is a blast. The app is easy to use. It's fun. It's intuitive. And uh, the great deposits. Great odds, outstanding customer service, easy deposits, and new customers only. Here's the deal. If you sign up right now, you get a first bet, a free $50 sports bet for a limited time with no deposit required. No deposit. Just download the app in the app store or go to parkscasino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. This is a limited time offer for new customers only, a free $50 sports bet, no deposit required. Let's go Birds Radio. Presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer. With you for another hour and a half. I was about to say an hour, but no. Extra James time today. Extra me time. You'll be with me for a little while longer. I'll be then. listening yeah, good, as well. Good. I'll be, I got ears everywhere. <laughs> Callers think they're going to call in, and you know, I, I'm, I'll be listening. 215-592-9494. Coming up uh, a little bit later this segment, we're going to get to Elliot's player to watch this week in tomorrow's Eagles-Niners game. And... I mentioned before the break something that has been accepted as a fact among Eagles fans and NFL fans. 
I'm not so sure is a fact. I'm curious what this is. Normally, I have a good idea what you're teasing. I have no idea what this is. Coming up in a few. Can't wait. You'll hear it. 215-592-9494. Speaking of shows, we just did the thing with Justin where Justin is at Go Birds Car. Like, see, I wouldn't try and do that, right? right. I wouldn't try and steal someone's car. Like, I'm going to go to a car. I think it's one of the best on the station. Easily. But, like, I wouldn't claim that Chuck from Mount Airy is a Go Birds car. I love nope. that he's calling us. He's a Marks and Reese caller. Absolutely. I would not steal him. But I appreciate talking to him. See, that's the way you do it, Chuck. Hey, Yo, fellas, what's going on? How y'all feeling, man? Better now. I will now. say this, Better though, now, buddy. Since me and Chuck have been right about basically everything, he yes. might have to become a go Oh, I like this. Calling. So maybe we should yeah. steal him. It yeah. just is retribution hey. right. for the Justin hey. thing. Yeah. Well, you know what, man? It feels good to be wanted. You know what I mean? <laughs> well said, Chuck. You're right. You're right. Well said, man. My man. Hey, listen, man. I, I just was calling, you know, you know, show you guys some love today. Appreciate I it. Just, you know, I'm sick of just. All the negativity surrounding this team. I've been Eagles fan for years, and I've never ever seen so much pessimistic behavior uh, and, and thoughts on a team going into a season. An uh, Eagles team, you know, and a quarterback that you know has proven a little bit more than than the quarterback that they've given the key to the city to, you know, years past. You yep. know, we gave, we trusted Kevin Cobb, who turned out to be garbage. We trusted Sam Bradford. We trusted, you know, I, I, let's go on. Wentz. I mean, Carson Wentz. Yeah, you know, and it's like. Bobby you know, Hoying, come on. Bobby Hoying, Rodney P. I mean, these guys. AJ Feely, on. come on. I know. Yeah, I, I mean, the list goes on. We love these guys. You know, these guys are going to be, you know, Mike McMahon. Uh, and, and, and it's like, this guy, Jalen Hurts, is, is a proven commodity to me. I mean, more than what those guys was. He got a little bit more cachet with him. I mean, he come from Alabama, one in Oklahoma. Second, second uh, runner with the Heisman Trophy. Uh, you know, the guy only comes in and, and throws some three hundred plus yards against two games he lost last yep. year with Arizona and uh, and and Dallas. And, uh, and Dallas. I mean, he won against New Orleans, who was the number one ranked number one defense coming into that game, which is throwing it to the fire. He comes in next last week against Atlanta and 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 beats Washington. Atlanta. I just don't get it, and I want to see another team this year beat Atlanta the way we did. Well, Chuck, I think, Atlanta. I think, too, like sometimes the thing people miss with Jalen Hurts, and he is a great leader. He has all the intangibles. Like, the dude is talented. Like, I think yeah. that gets overlooked sometimes because his his intangibles are so good. But, like, that throw he made against Atlanta last week, the touchdown to Goddard, like, that's an elite-level an throw. throw. It's an elite-level throw. He throws him open. He's on the run. It's a tight window. It's in the red zone. Like, Yes, he's a great leader, and all that stuff matters. Jalen Hurts has been successful in his life because he's talented and he works hard. You don't start at exactly. Alabama. You don't start at Oklahoma if you're just a great guy. Like, you're talented. No question. Exactly. And that's all people talk about is the intangibles. You know, like John Ritchie or, you know, even Ike sometimes. It's like, okay, enough is enough, man. Like, the dude is talented. Man. Right. When Carson well, went through that I'm, pass Chuck, mouth, I'm very with you, but I do think, I think just to take it a different way, I think the reason people talk about the intangibles so much is that he is, like, so much better than you would expect at his age. Like, he is, uh, and and I think it's a testament to that he is talented. And yeah. he, the intangibles, like, people bring it up for a reason because it's all real. Like, and that stuff yeah. does matter. But you need the intangibles. To, see, you see an example of a quarterback that doesn't have the intangibles, and that's Carson Wentz. No doubt. And you see a quarterback like Jalen Hurts who has the intangibles. Now, I'm going to give you the greatest of all time. And his intangibles is what made him the greatest of all times. And that's Tom Brady. I'm not no comparing Jalen Hurts to Tom Brady. But to me, Jalen Hurts has that same work ethic. Yeah. He has the same will to be great. And that's what you need to be a great quarterback. He's never satisfied. You know what I mean? So that's why I say to myself, 
why are people so opti- not optimistic with this guy, but pessimistic with this guy? It just puzzles my brain when they say, oh, I don't know if he's going to do this. Or if he's well, you do know that. what I think it is, Chuck? And you've I, talked about it. It's the, it's the Carson thing. No, it's well, I think we're scared. Exactly. People are scared that. to buy back in. But what I really not, think it is, But not though, just that. Not just that, guys. I'm going to cut you off. Not right. just that. It's the Carson thing. Yeah, they're scared to buy in, but they're also the guys that love Carson Wentz so much and fell here visibly. They don't want to get over that. They no, don't want true. to be a lot of guys don't want to get over that and, and say, okay, Jalen Hurts is the guy that replaced Carson Wentz, and he's more successful as a fluffy eagle than Carson Wentz. A lot of people can't get over Carson Wentz. You know, the Bronco Buck and the bandwagon yeah. or the wagon, Wentz wagon, all that. They, don't, they can't get over the fact that he's no longer here and he got traded out of town because he was garbage. I'm and Chuck, he's garbage where he's at right now, to be honest with you. Chuck, that call us more, man. Last week. Chuck, call us more, man. There's, there's, right, this guys, is a blast. I love you guys. Always My a man. pleasure, man. Seriously, work. it was great, Chuck. Yeah, Thank it, was, you. it was great to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, look, so here's what I'd say. I do think Carson plays a part of it, but ultimately I think people didn't believe in Jalen, those that did not, did not believe in Jalen and the team because of Howie. Like, the mm-hmm. people are mad at Howie Roseman, and they're mad at the team for what they were last year. And I'm not going to tell them they're wrong for feeling yeah, that Yeah, I think way. that's fair. They were right. a, a horrible disaster, and the offseason was a disaster, too, or like at least uh, uh, the perspective. The beginning the perce- parts, right. Perception of the yeah. offseason, not the moves made, but, like, all the, the articles. It was an ugly offseason for the reports, yep. and the Carson Wentz and the Doug. Like, it was, Sirianni's press conference, that was part of that. Like, we know now— yep. But all that stuff, I, I understand why fans felt that way. Well, and then also when they drafted Jalen Hurts, it was not a popular pick, right, amongst the majority of the fan base. I think even people that were skeptical about Carson didn't think the pick made sense. And then they kind of, like, not straight up labeled him as a backup, but they, you know, kind of did. Like, they said, well, you know, you need a good backup in the league, all those things. So I actually think – I don't think people were skeptical of Jalen because of his actual talent, his personality, anything like that. I think it was just he stepped into a situation where – Almost anybody in that situation, fans would have been skeptical of. All right, coming up in a minute, I'm going to tell you an accepted fact in the NFL that is not a fact any longer. First, let's talk to our guy, our buddy, up in the great Northwest, Tom in Vancouver. Hey, pal. Good morning from the Pacific Northwest time zone. Yeah, I was going to say, not morning for us, but you're right. It is still morning for you. Good work. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So I've been digging in the trenches uh, here because our son has now just finished his first week of kindergarten. Wow. He's got this parent volunteer program. Wow. So, yeah, so that's why I was asking uh, Dan to give me a heads up when it would come on. He did. Thank you very much. Good job, Dan. There you go, Dan. You got to treat the go-birds collars right. You're damn right. Oh, it was awesome. And I was trying to find some Landon Dickerson coveralls for this trench digging work, and I couldn't find them in the Eagle store. So I think someone has to come up with them like they did. I think for the James has all. My arms are in the air right yeah, now. Yeah, his arms Tom. are in the air. He's... Hashtag Dickerson guys. Yes. yes. He's going to play. Yes. Well, not play, but he'll be active this week. I he'll thought be out there they were red shirting him. You were, right. you were right. You were right. Cool. 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 And Elliot, what's up with Shanahan? I was right here? once. What is it? I did it. <laughs> <laughs> So this, this Shanahan take, though, Elliot, I mean, aren't you the guy who says that the QB is the only one that matters? Well, we're talking about the players. I mean, obviously the head coach matters, right, too. Right, but he's talking offensive philosophy. Like, Shanahan is the type of coach that you want the yes, Eagles to be my, in my on Yes, but my point always. I'm making is four years is not a small sample size. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm not saying any of these things. But if we were to sit here and rank who we thought the top ten coaches in the league were, I would almost bet none of them have a losing record besides Shanahan. So I understand so you, your point, but, like, at the end of the day – Four years in, he's lost more games than he's won. Maybe that's on the front office. Maybe that, whatever. But, like, 
He is lot when Kyle Shanahan coaches a game in the NFL, he is more likely to lose it than win it. Uh, stop, period. that's not. It's true. fact. No, it's a fact. That is not the way that math works, buddy. Uh, you how can't, does it not? Again, these, it's about rosters and about teams. Like he came. But that has it. nothing to do with math. But your math. Well, the would, point is. The point is. You're, hold up, Tom. One sec, Tom. Tom. One sec. The point is your right. math is wrong because you're saying he's more likely to win a game than losing it just because of his record. And I'm saying that record. There are reasons for the record, and that you can't say that. I think he's more likely to win a game than lose it. How about that? All right. So go. We'll, we'll talk about this then. Go ahead, Tom. No, I'm. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. You know, Elliot, you're the person that I love the most. That I disagree with as well. Sometimes. Appreciate it. So, so the, I think that if you look at the Rams, that's a good uh, comparison. QB change, and then all of a sudden thinking the Rams are a really hot Super Bowl contender again. So, okay. Yeah. So I just well, right, let me I move, wanna, one, one more Shanahan point yeah, yeah. real quick. Maybe I'm labeling this wrong. Maybe it's not a Shanahan take. Maybe it's a Niners take. My ultimate point is the Niners over the last four years are more likely to lose than they are to win. So this idea that they're a great test and like they're Super Bowl contenders, that's what I was on in San Francisco yesterday, and they said they viewed them as Super Bowl contenders. Like, at the end of the day, if you lose more than you win, I can't take you seriously as a team that's like an all like one of the better teams or a head coach that's one of the best in the league if you lose more than you win. And we can get into the math thing. Like I think I'm right about that. He's coached 65 games and he's lost 35. What do you, what do you mean you're right? Again, I you said throw the first year out, right? Didn't we okay. talk about that? You said throw the first year out. So you take right. that record out. He has a winning record. I meant more like in terms that? of judging him. But Say in the last three regardless. years, he has a winning record. How about okay, that? Okay, but regardless, in his career, he has a losing record. But in, in, in his career, <laughs> when he We're coached, done with this okay. conversation. Right. Tom, I'm, right. I'm right. I'm done. You are <laughs> not right. Okay. You are I, so wrong. We'll talk it. about it at the break. You're very wrong. Well, okay. I can, James, just imagine yourself if you were on San Fran Radio and you were hearing that they think they're a Super Bowl contender. I'm with I you on that. that. I do yeah. not think they are a Super I'm not. I don't. No. no with you. <laughs> I don't think they're the best team in their own division. How about that? I think they might be the third best team in their own division. They might be, honestly. They could be the fourth. I think Arizona's better than people think, but regardless, I would Which is tough when you have such a great coach. I would so I think yeah. The point is I, no, I, I think they're, I, gonna, I think they're going to be like a ten and seven, eleven, eleven and six type team. I think they're a solid football team. Right. Now I had a take, but I'm concerned about stealing Elliot's thunder because it was around Never, the matchup to watch. Okay, and go I, for it. And is that okay? I'll just come, yeah, I'll come yeah, up with another one. Give it to me. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So the matchup to watch that I really, really want to see, and I hope we're going to get to see it, is Mylata versus Bosa. Yeah, well, that wasn't mine. Tom, so that was good. great call as always, brother. Much love. And and look, that is that is going to be a while. And obviously, they could flip the guys and stuff like well, that. Well, your but... point you made on the pod this week is true. Like D Ford on the other side is not easy. Yeah, either. it's so either like, way, even it's... if they're swiping around. Like Eric Armstead, like he's also very good. Yeah. They, they have a very good defensive line. There's not many weeks Eagles won't have the better defensive line. And this, this might, might be, be one of them. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, they don't play the Steelers. They don't play like there are right. only a few teams that are in that discussion. I agree. All right, uh, we're going to get to Elliot's player to watch a couple minutes, but first. Uh, here I it is. It. Here teats. it is. Okay. So there's something that has been accepted as fact. And what made me think of it before is you were talking about the NFC East, and it's a worse division, and that gives Eagles a better chance than in 2016 all that. We have come into this season, and really the all-off season, whatever, like, right. NFC East, worst division in football. Everyone knows that. This is going to have a, another, could be under 500, this and that. And last year they were, but. I know where you're going. They're not the worst division in football anymore, yeah, folks. It's just right. not. The AFC South is absolutely a worst division. And honestly, I think that's debatable. The NFC North might be worse too. Debatable. Okay. Tennessee, so, Indianapolis, Houston, and Jacksonville. Okay, so I think Tennessee is better than any team in the NFC East. You think Tennessee's better than the Eagles? And better than the Cowboys? I don't know I what do, they yeah. are. I mean, I, I think I think Tennessee's worse than I thought they were. Didn't they win a playoff game so, last year? They lost it. They lost to the okay. Ravens. I think I think that 
I think that um, Indianapolis stinks. Agreed. We've talked they about being stink. like a top 10 pick potentially. I think Jacksonville stinks out loud. For sure. And I think Houston stinks. Like, I Agreed. know they beat Jacksonville, but like, those are potentially three teams with like five, six wins or less. And Tennessee maybe will be better because they play those teams a lot, but like, I think that's going to be a really bad division. I wouldn't be shocked if it's one under 500. And by the way, the NFC North, you know, the Packers, we expect to be better, but all those teams lost week one, and Minnesota looks like they could stink. Yeah, the, the Bears, Bears are definitely stink. The Lions are definitely terrible. I just don't think it's – we went in like the NFC is by far the worst division in football. I don't think that's the case anymore. So it's a great point, and even if we dis- – even if we could- I think we could debate the South just because, like, look, I think the Colts are a disaster. Other people don't. But, but, but the Giants are like – so bad. And, and um, you know, Washington without a quarterback, that, that, I think that one's a little closer. But regardless, it's debatable, to your point. Like, this idea that if the Eagles, whoever wins NFC, they're just winning it because it's a bad division. I don't know if that's true anymore because you're right. The South might be worth – the North, like, we'll see about we'll the Packers. We'll see. Just if the, the Packers, Packers are, are really good, then yeah. it's different. But, like, yeah. the point is it's it's not – I certainly feel that way about the AFC South, and I think the NFC North is at least in the discussion. So. Real, real quick, if we had to rank the teams in the AFC South and the NFC North, how, how would you rank them? Packers won. No, no, the uh, the Colts division and the Eagles division. Oh, I would, I would go, I would go. Dallas. Got to go Titans. One, I think right? Dallas Eagles Titans are the top three for me right now. Wow, in some order. Surprised by that. I don't, I don't yeah. think a month ago you would have said that. Of course I wouldn't. No, have. yeah, I'm surprised. I think that's pretty clear. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Elliot's player to watch in just a minute. First, let's go to Potsdown and talk to my buddy Ron. Ron, how are you, pal? Hey, James Elliott, how are you guys doing today? What's going on, Ron? Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little upset that they were calling my buddy James a, a coward. Uh, yeah, it was unacceptable. Yeah, but, but yeah I know. Cool, when man. he was uh, an undergrad at Temple University, he was known around the gyms up there as a great boxer. In fact, Randall <laughs> really? Tecob, Is this yeah, true? Yeah, true. Okay. In fact, Randall Tecob let, still yeah. talks about uh, sparring with him. And he was known as James the Slasher Seltzer. Ooh, first of all, phenomenal nickname. Yeah, great nickname. Ron, yeah, I, lo- so Ron I, I love you for this. this, this is, is, I yeah, had no I, idea you boxed. You're singing on oh, the streets yeah, he, of Norway. You're boxing yeah. in the temple. Belgium. Yeah, Belgium, he, yeah. Elliot, he's a great boxer. So no one should ever call him a coward. Uh, yeah, James will knock you out with one punch. I, I already knew that. Now this I'm is, more this, convinced. This is how urban yeah. legends get started. By yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, he's great boxer. <laughs> Ron, you're uh, the best. What's on your mind Yeah, a, a, a few things up. Uh, uh, one of the matchups I worry about too, I, and it's been mentioned, is uh, Maialata and uh, Bozo. Bozo yeah. gets such a, such a great bend; he's so low to the ground, and yeah. with Maialata being so tall, a that's a concern. It's and a another point. thing is, uh, last week they got gals a little bit when they went in that three-four defense on running plays. Um, I'm glad their running back is out because I, that concerns me. And another thing I have. You know, maybe it's just me, but Sirianni, they made such a big thing at this rock, paper, scissors thing. Um, as James knows, I, I'm an older guy, and I was a health and phys ed major years ago. And I don't know what Sirianni's background is, but I got a feeling he's a health and phys ed major, right? Well, I think he has a teaching background. I don't know that. I think it's just a teaching background. I think it's like a, a certain subject. But yeah, I, could be, but I could be wrong. I, I just, that's what I, that's my understanding. He, he sounds to me like one because that, that's, this, that's how we used to talk. Well, that's the thing I was brought up in. We're just up guys, sort of guys and enthusiastic. And we had played football back he's then. A, and he's a bright guy. Like, I think yeah. sometimes he gets a bad rap because, you know, he like does. the rock, paper, scissors, all that. Like, he's sharp. He's a sharp guy. He is a sharp guy. And I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, just uh, He's just enthusiastic and uh, he's up. And 
I like a guy like that. Me and too, I was, Ron. Me when too. I was young, I was I was like that. I mean, I drove people crazy in the morning. I'd come in and I'd be like that. And there's just some people who aren't ready for that in the morning. And uh, I don't know. I just I like that about him. I really do. I sort of bought into him. And I don't. I like a guy that's just on fire. Yeah, and Ron. You've got to play with your hair on fire. If you don't play with your hair on fire, then what's the heck are you used to playing? I'm Ron. A pleasure, my friend. It's a great Nice point. to talk to you, gentlemen. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, Ron. Ron's the best. Love Ron. Having your hair on fire would just be terrible. Yeah, it sounds horrible. It'd not be fun. No. It'd be tough to play like that. <laughs> All I could think about is, like, my hair is ruined. <laughs> All right. Speaking of hair on fire, let's see who's going to have their, metaphorically, their hair on fire tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's time for Elliot's Player to Watch, brought to you by your local Tri-State Toyota dealers, proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles, Toyota. Let's go places. Let's go, Eagles. Elliot, your player to watch for tomorrow's Eagles 49ers game. So my player to watch for tomorrow is Quez Watkins. Um, as I talked about, I think that the Niners are going to dare the Eagles to beat them deep. Quez is a guy that both in training camp and in the limited snaps Jalen Hurts got, he tried to hit uh, Quez Watkins deep in that Steelers preseason game. So that's who they would like to send deep. He He's a much proved, improved route runner to add with his speed. And when you talk about that Niners secondary, they're extremely banged up, but the attention is going to be on Devontae Smith. And honestly, it might go to Jalen Rager too. So I think Quez is, has the ability to stretch the field. He'll be the one that probably runs the most deep routes, and I think there's going to be plays to be made. Jalen Hurts, in my opinion, throws a better deep ball than a short ball. I think Quez Watkins could have two catches over 40 yards tomorrow. I love it. Look, they came out like it was like the first three plays to Quez were like, oh, my God, he's going to be the, the offense. Yeah, he's going to have 180 catches. And then catches nothing. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting back involved. I love that. 215-592-9494. Get on the line. Still another hour to go for Go Birds Radio today. It's Elliot. It's James. We're coming right back. It's Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer. I can tell you the the studio just got a lot better looking during the break. Appreciate that. Look at you, suit. You know, up. I had to suit up for the t- for the up. for the wedding. Yeah, yeah looking. Good, I, li- I like wearing a suit. Sure. Yeah, I, I got a nice it. one picked out for tomorrow too. Oh, look at you. Yeah, it's a home opener. Yeah, you got a little style. I learned a lot of things working here. I learned from from the king. You got You got to look nice. I'm with you. I, I don't disagree. I like to look nice, everyone. You helped me pick my tie out. I brought two different ties. It was definitely the right tie. I, it. I don't I don't think I really did anything. It was an obvious It was choice. an obvious choice. I think All you right. knew. I, I was it was such a no brainer. How's so. the tie not look good? It looks good. You know, it's not like I'm not gonna say you're great at tying a tie, but I'm not gonna say you're bad at it. Like so, you know how to tie a tie. You wanna know who taught me to tie a tie? Sure. Or I shouldn't say taught because he did it for me once. Seth Joyner. Really? Yeah. That's I was super doing random. a TV appearance and I had to put a tie on. I couldn't figure out how. And he tied it for me. Wow. So since the tie is not great, I'm not going to give him full credit. Yeah. It's solid, though, yeah, you know. Gets the job done. Yeah. It'll be untied in about two hours. So. <laughs> yes, yeah. for sure. Elliot likes to take the tie off and have a good time. When it's it a wedding. Here Celebrate love. As you should. I love love. Who doesn't, man? Amen. Me too. We love love here. That's our official position. Yes. Go Birds Pod. 215-592-9494. So one more segment for Elliot, but I will be with you till 3.30. So stay with me on the lines. We'll keep taking calls. John Johnson coming up. After that, it's Elliot James. It's Go Birds Radio. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Matt in San Francisco. Uh-oh. Matt, uh, San Fran, what's going on out there, buddy? <laughs> what's going on, guys? How you been, buddy? What's going on? I'm good. Elliot, uh, we got an eagle green suit for the wedding or for the game? What's going on? Nah, oh, I mean, wouldn't that I mean, be something? That would be something. Yeah. I do have a green suit, but probably not for the game. But that would have been a good I idea. I mean, 
I, I think okay. Well, what about what about wedding day? I know you're engaged. So I am. I think I should I reveal it right now that you're engaged. Uh, no, not that I'm engaged. My yeah. color of the suit. Oh, you already have a. I'm a thinking. Suit. I'm thinking like a forest green. Wow. Like oh, a so dark you are going green. green. I think so. That, 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 that sounds nice. That sounds nice, right? I feel like it's yeah. It's different. I went, I went tux for my wedding. I, it I wasn't black tie the whole wedding. It was just that we went tux. I don't look good groom's. in a tux. Really? The bow tie is not for me. I own a tux. It's a great. It's a great See thing that. to own. I've gotten. I've gotten good value out of that. Then I would have had to rent them. Like yes. I definitely got my money back. Anyway, I don't know how we're talking about tuxes. What's on your mind, Maddie? <laughs> um, I was just gonna say. You know, I called in a couple weeks ago. And I brought up Keysar Pub. It was rocking last week. Oh, that's awesome. We'll be back awesome. there again. That's awesome. We'll be back there again on Sunday. Uh, What's the is, vibe out you know, there, Matt? Like, I know that we, I know Elliot was on a, a sports radio station out there, and he said that the hosts were very positive about the team. I know Richie was on with some guys this week who were really excited about the Niners. Are they as, as hyped up about the Niners out there as it seems like they are? So, I don't listen to the radio out here as much. Good I'm mostly listening to you guys. Good so, work. My man. Um, My man. <laughs> but... From like a friend standpoint, I mean, people are pretty hype on the Niners. Last week when we were at the bar, you know, everybody was getting in our face and talking trash about the following week. Like, okay, it's the Falcons, whatever. Um, but I think we're, I think we're going to be all right. I don't, you know, the the fan base is cool. They're they're sometimes annoying, but they're not as educated as I, I would say Eagles fans <laughs> are. Um, so I think we're in good hands. It'll be fun. I'm sure it'll get pretty rowdy. Uh, my buddy will be doing the worm on the dirty barroom floor, but whatever. Nice. Uh, Let me ask you this, and, Matt. Uh, what's what's the opinion of Kyle Shanahan out there? So I was actually this is this is what I was going to say uh, about the whole Shanahan conversation. You talked about Quez being like your player to watch, and I think that the position group to watch is actually our linebackers, uh, just because Shanahan, you know, they're really big on those preset motions and the play action. I yeah. think a lot of like Jimmy G's throws have been like sort of that intermediate, like anywhere from like nine to like 13 yard range, like right where the linebackers are sitting. And I know that our guys are at least our fan base isn't too big on our linebackers, maybe personality wise, like Alex Singleton, nice dude. And they're all, you know, kind of up and coming, but I think, I think that they're actually going to, I think they're going to do pretty well tomorrow. I think they're pretty smart group. Um, I I like the way that they've kind of been like I don't know if you guys noticed last week they kind of had like a, a bit of a platoon kind of thing to it. Yeah, I think they played like, um, like six last week. Six or guys, like six yeah, guys, everyone but yeah. Davion Taylor played, and the, you know they were in like Singleton wasn't even in the base defense; he was in like nickel. So I think that they're trying to like space out some of the experience to try and kind of combat uh, the different looks that they get based on like the personnel groupings. Um, so I'm kind of, I don't know, I, I kind of like where Gannon's going with some of the things that they're doing. I like uh, Avery up at the line, even though it kind of looks like a 3-4, it's really not. Um, so I'm actually really interested to see them. As far as, like, the Shanahan hype across the board in San Francisco, um, again, like, our fans are just way more educated. Maybe I don't, maybe I hang out with losers and they don't talk <laughs> enough football. But, I mean, I did go to law school and I kind of hated everyone that talked sports in law school because they knew nothing about anything. That. That's Amazing. awesome. Um, Awesome. But uh, well, Matt, I got a salary cap. Well, so who are you picking? Did you oh, say? Yeah, yeah, salary cap question too. Oh, oh sorry. Love who am I picking? He's picking the birds. I, well, I'm, I'm just making sure. You can't live I'm in an, San Francisco. Listen, you know, we talk we talk about these records all the time. I'm an any given Sunday type of guy. I think the birds got a chance every week. Love it. Um, all right. So, what's your cap question, Matt? So, you know, we got Josh Sweat signed today. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at any of the stats. He's like the now he's like our second highest paid defensive lineman. Uh-huh. Um, and he's our highest-paid edge rusher. 
Uh, I've heard Justin from Tennessee talk about the 2018 class. So I'm just kind of curious, like, where do you think, like, who do you think is next to be signed? Is it Dallas Goddard? Does this rub Dallas Goddard the wrong way? What a good question, Matt. Like, that is a great, if there is one, like, there might not be one who they're, like, ready to to sign soon or this offseason or whatever. So I still think it would be Barnett. Um, I think Goddard probably happens after the season. If it happens, I mean, if Goddard makes it to the end of the season without a deal, at that point, he's better off probably testing the free agency market. Because if he has, look, he had a touchdown last week. Um, Obviously, Ertz being here is going to impact his numbers, but I still think he'll have good numbers. Uh, And the Eagles do control, they still control him. Like the, you know, I mean, the type of deal he'd be looking for would be less than what they would franchise him for, like on a year, per year yeah, basis. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I don't think Howie's ever used He hasn't. I'm just saying they have some leverage no, you're right. because of that is what But I think, like, if Barnett were to have three or four games in a row, they would just pay him. Yeah, interesting. Whereas I don't think with Goddard that'd be the case. Matt, great call, man. Keep him coming, bro. Yeah, no problem, guys. Go Birds. Have fun at and uh, go Birds. Go Birds. 215-592-9494. So, yeah, look, I think it would be Barnett. Uh, Goddard. Goddard. But, like, don't forget some of the one-year guys. Like, Eric Wilson didn't have a great week one, but also we're talking about way less money for him. Sure. Anthony Harris, potentially. Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson. Like, yeah. I could see them doing – and they did free up all that space when they restructured Fletcher Cox. So, not only did they recommit to keeping Fletcher Cox, they now means they're not going to be – that they have the ability to, to sign these guys. Yeah. No, it's going to be fascinating to see what they prioritize and how they prioritize it. 215-592-9494. Let's go to David and Willa Grove. Yo, Dave. How you guys doing? What's going on, man? Uh, first time, uh, short time. Huh. Oh, well, nice. Well, welcome and Glad welcome. Glad we got you in so early. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. So um, a new listener. I had, we love it. I had uh, two kind of takes. and uh, The first one was I'm kind of concerned for Elliot's uh, well-being. Mm, why is that? Like, based off of last week's performance, you're on pace to win your bet with Howard. Oh, yeah. I am. On pace to dominate and, it. I mean, 17-0 and 0 in like 60-something touchdowns. It could be That'd easy. be a decisive <laughs> win. Yeah, so, but do you really win in this? All he has to do. It's a great point. I've, I've never met a man who, or I've never met him, but I've never seen a man who's in more in love with himself mm. than Howard Eskin. So if he just pictures himself on your tuchus, you're going to end up with a bag of mixed greens. Quite the kiss. See, uh, here's here's the thing, uh, David, and it's one of those you got to look to the second level with this. It's not the act or the moment of the act. It's that for the rest of time, Elliot Shore Parks, whenever Howard Eskin does anything, at any time, point. any situation, think about Elliot has that trump card to be like, oh, yeah, will you kiss <laughs> my boom? Like, literally. any situation, literally. So, like, it's not necessarily the act itself. It's, it's the artifact that comes from the act that could be used forever by all of us really i mean honestly I mean, imagine the picture that's what i mean that the memes the this the that like so in reality i think there there is a, a extra level of good that comes out of this gotcha so you lose in the moment but win you yes. win the war yeah i mean it's a def- i mean it's a loss in the moment i mean it's it's somehow he's winning the bet but he has to get howard you know to do that <laughs> who wants that so yes yeah that. No. That's a good point. It's true, though. Look, I think about that bet every game. So. <laughs> you know, I don't don't yeah. think I wasn't thinking about it when he threw that third touchdown. Yeah, I've been, I was wondering if, if, if there would be a point in the season where you're like, ah, they don't actually need this win, or Hurts could sit a little early in this game. Uh, he'll have to be rooting uh, for that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my second take is uh, I'm a little worried that we as a kind of fan base are a little overhyped and that, that at the game it's actually going to be a detriment. I think that it could cause us to boo way too early into the game and kind of lead to, unfortunately, like a Ben Simmons effect 
and get I don't, to the I don't know. Head. I don't think it's the an interesting booing thought. would impact I don't, the And also, and David, good call. I don't think – I think it's going to take a lot. The first game back at the link, coming off what we saw Agreed. in week one, I think they'd have to, like, have – the worst first half you could possibly imagine, and then maybe they get booed. I mean, they could definitely the get field. booed. That's what I mean. In tunnel, yeah, man. in the tunnel. But I, I think it would have to. It wouldn't just be a drive or this or that. Like, Agreed. I think, yeah, and I, and look, I think go to the other way too, where there's just so much fire and so much excitement in that building to be back and all that, and and excitement about the team that it could provide the real advantage that we generally think that place provides. It'll be interesting to see how Sirianni handles it, right? Because one thing we've said about him all offseason, he said it himself about him. Like, he's a fiery guy, right? Like, he he's an emotional guy. It's going to be pretty charged up in there. And yeah. I think as a head coach, you know, you you can show emotion for sure, and you want to be into the moment. But I also think it's important to be like, that steady factor Dude, on the sideline and make decisions I, not emotionally. I literally and, just was listening to Devin McCourty talk about Bill Belichick, and he said the number one thing that he appreciates about Bill Belichick, I'm sure there's a lot uh, of things, obviously he's obviously the best. Pretty good coach. But is the consistency. It's that, you know what, if we go out and we lose, but we played hard and we played a good game, he's going to be real with us. He's going to be honest. He's going to be the same level yeah. keel. If we go out and we whoop on someone, he's going to be the same level keel. Like, if we go out and we lose and we deserve it, he's going to let us know, but he's going to be the same level of, of even keel. And I, I do think that is something that for players, this grind that they go through, having that consistent force there is is really important. Yeah, and I think just even just making in-game decisions. Like, is he going to be more likely to go for it on fourth because he's charged up? Is he going to, you know, throw sure. a challenge flag? You know, there are going to be issues with substitution. So, you know, look, each game this season is going to be learning more about Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. And I think tomorrow's definitely, you know, another part. We're going to see how do they handle, not so much Jalen, but how does Nick handle this, like, emotional charge-up crowd? 215-592-9494. So, uh, you're leaving me. I'm so sad. It's okay. Look, you look good in this suit. Go, I appreciate it. Go have a good it. time at the wedding. Part-time parks. Part-time. Part-time parks. It was good work. It was phenomenal, right yeah. yeah. So it's all good, buddy. Next so should I give my final prediction for the yeah, callers? Yeah, please. What right. is your final prediction for the game tomorrow? So I thought going into week one, the Eagles would win the game. I didn't think it would be a statement win, but I thought they would win. I think this is their statement win. Ooh. I think they win 31-21. to 21. Wow. I think there's a better chance the Niners score less than 20 than there is the Eagles don't get in the 30s. I think the Eagles are wow. definitely getting in the 30s. Love this. And I think it's going to be a statement win. I think the next time we're in here talking about Dallas, it's going to be the vibe in the city is going to be much more positive. I love it. I hope you're right, as I've been saying a lot this offseason. All right. Uh, I will it. be here uh, till 3.30. So stay on the line. Get involved. 215-592-9494. Continue to look ahead to this Eagles-Niners game. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me again remind you that there's nothing like the home teams and nothing like the birds, pro football and college football. We go with the home team for sports betting at the Parks Casino Sportsbook app. They are based right here in Pennsylvania. The Parks Sportsbook app is the home team. It's the only sportsbook app that we here at Go Birds recommend. With gridiron action back, the Parks Casino Sportsbook app gives you the home field advantage. So many different ways to bet. Live in-game betting lets you bet on the game action as it happens. Bet on player performances, halftime score, rushing yards, bet on who scores first, and so much more. It has easy deposits, great odds, outstanding customer service. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And these games are just way more fun when you have some action on them, when you invest it, and you can bet on every single game on the slate tomorrow. Philadelphia, a three-point underdog at home against San Francisco. That could be a good bet in and of itself. Here's the deal. New customers only. Sign up right now and get a free $50 sportsbook bet for a limited time with no deposit required. Just 
50 bucks free, no deposit required. Just download the app in the App Store or go to parkscasino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. This is a limited time offer for new customers only. A free $50 sports bet, no deposit required. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. James Seltzer with you till 3.30 today. John Johnson. After that, we'll continue to take your calls, talking Eagles, Niners, where you're at for this game tomorrow. Who wins? So much enthusiasm about this down. It is, uh, honestly, it's awesome. On a basic level, it is just awesome to actually be excited about this team after the the off season that we went through and the the trials and tribulations and the all the reports about Laurie and Howie and the Laurie involvement and the Carson Wentz disaster, the debacle, the whole thing, Doug Peterson getting fired like one thing after another, the tanking thing to end the season. It has just been such a long, tumultuous ride to get to this season in the first place. For them to come out and look the way they did week one, it is it is really exciting to actually feel some optimism about this football team after what has felt like a really long run <laughs> without that optimism. So where do you stand heading in this game tomorrow? Will they keep it going? 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Downingtown and talk to Tommy. Hey, Tom. Hey, James. How are you? Good to talk to you, bud. How you doing, man? Every day is a good day, especially the days after uh, a convincing Eagles win. You're damn right about that, Tommy. So what are are you thinking for tomorrow? Where are you at? I think it's going to be a good game. I I break the whole league into top eight, bottom eight, and you got 16 parity teams that could beat each other on any given week. And I think think both San Fran and the uh, Eagles are in that nine through whatever, 23, 24. And uh, I think the Birds' advantage is their game planning. Gannon and Sirianni and striking, they were impressive. Their guys, their guys executed the game plan, but they put that game plan together and it worked. Yeah, and Tom, I'll add to that too. I think so. One of the things that I was most excited about with Nick Sirianni heading into the season, and you know, after the initial press conference, when we all kind of started to grow to like him more and more, depending on on our levels of how much that is. But I like that something he's always preached since since the moment he got here is is I'm going to put my players in positions to be successful, and I'm going to base what I do on what they do. You know, I'm not going to come in and beat Chip Kelly and say fit in my system and do my thing. He's like, I'm going to base my system on what these guys do. And that's what the best coaches do. And I think we saw that in spades in week one. He put his players in positions to be successful. And I think on a basic level, that's what the best coaches do, Tom. Right. And that's what we that's what we haven't had for at least the last two seasons. Yeah, so, you Doug, know, Doug really slacked with that the last couple of years. Well, he really it was Schwartzy and Peterson. They got into their little silos. The special teams fell apart. Special teams was very good. The punter, he's outstanding. Yeah, he can stay, Tom. I'm on a good and, call, buddy. Good call. Uh, yeah, Aaron Sippis, Sippis I believe, uh, he can stay. I'm, I'm in on that guy. He had a couple really nice kicks, obviously. Um, but, yeah, to, to Tom's point, I do think that, and, again, uh, I think we, you know, the, the jury is still out on Nick Sirianni. To the point we made before in the show, one of the big things everyone talked about was, you know, no one knows what he's going to do. He's got this huge advantage. And and that could have been part of what we saw on Sunday. But it also could be that this guy's a good coach. And it's going to continue to progress in that direction. And 
I was really enthused in the way he used his guys and put them in positions to be successful. Again, I think, you know, trying to force players into a system rather than assessing the player and trying to coach to their strengths, I think is so important. And I think that's a, a real sign of positive things with Nick Sirianni moving forward. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Glenside and talk to Matt. Hey, buddy. Hey, James. How's it going? Good, man. How you been, Matt? I'm all right. Hey, I wanted to uh, break down a couple of things. I think Jalen Hurts continues to be disrespected by the national media. No question. Um, ESPN recently released a list of their top quarterbacks. They have Dak Prescott at number six, Matt Ryan at number 10, 17 Garoppolo, 18 Big Ben, 19 Mac Jones, 20 Carson Wentz, and right after Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts. I mean, uh... I would take Jalen Hurts over all of those guys except for Dak. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. I mean, look, and, and you know what? We have yet to see um, more of Jalen Hurts. Like I, like when I said in the preseason, I wanted to see, you know, the only way to find out who Jalen Hurts is, is is in-game experience. And, I mean, what a way to start the season. This yeah. guy has shown us time and time again that he's more than ready to go. And I don't know why people continue to doubt this kid. Yeah, I'm with you. And look, I I think, Matt, a lot of it comes from where he was drafted, how he's gotten the job, all that type of stuff. I I know Elliot said after the game on on Sunday, if if he were a top three pick and he had a game like that, he'd be the talk of the league right now. And I I I think that's part of what it is. People have this perception of who he is and what he can be and can't open up their minds to see what he actually is on the field. And it's a kid who has all the poise in the world all the talent in the world, and is putting it to good use. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And uh, just a shout-out to my daughter, Sadie. It's her sixth birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Sadie, Matt. That's a great name. It was a name we thought about when we ended up naming our daughter Zoe. But happy birthday to Sadie. That's awesome. My birthday is one week from today. So, September babies. Nothing wrong with that. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Atlantic City and talk to Jeremy. Hey, Jer. Hey, James. How you doing? I'm good, Go, bird. Go, Birds. Dallas sucks. Dallas sucks. Well said. And, man, I feel sorry for my Giants fans, uh, friends. Imagine being a Giants fan right Yeah, now. I don't. They deserve it. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm totally good with it. After the, after the wine fest that we had to see last year from a the fans of a six-win football team crying their eyes out about not making the playoffs. Now they deserve to win the division. Like, this is good. Uh, they deserve a little comeuppance this year. And, you know, I've been to games up there at the Giants Stadium. They're far worse than Philly ever was. Place in the toilet. But anyway. Anyway. I'm, go- I'm going to the game tomorrow. Awesome. Awesome. What, Can't are you wait. Th- what are you thinking about the game? Where are you at with this team right now, Jeff? Well, I'm loving the Eagles. I love what I see. Uh, I'm a former left tackle, so I-, I know a bunch of callers have mentioned it. I'm really going to be watching my lotta tomorrow because I think that could really impact Hurts in a lot of negative ways. So, I think that's a big matchup for the game. Massive. Um, it's a ma- I mean, just both of those guys, but, you know, Mylotta and Lane against Bosa and D Ford is going to be one of the most important matchups of the game without question. But I wanted to tell you about my struggle with being married to a Cowboys fan. Oh, it's, no, buddy. She, she is awful. She, oh. she, has, she has all four of my kids wearing Cowboys jerseys. Oh, no, dude. She, she bribes them to, to root for the Cowboys. And what kills me is she's a Phillies fan, too. So she has a Phillies sticker and a Cowboys sticker. This is on outrageous, Jeremy. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I can't go out in this car with you. 
I, I mean, will not drive in this car with you. This is the, uh, like violation on top of violation on top of violation. This is a disaster. How did she get all the kids? You couldn't get like one of them onto your side? No, she bribed them. She withholds love and affection. She might give them food or toys. It's, it's really, it's a sick cowboy fan. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know what to do about it, but I'm going to the game tomorrow by myself. Oh, and I'll be rooting sure. for the birds. Sure. I feel for you, buddy. You got you to gotta start bribing them back, man. Do what you got to do. Just step in. I love in. your show. I've got a new listener, and uh, just love your show. Thanks, Thanks man. Guys. Really appreciate it, Jeremy. Thanks for calling. That Dan, Dan Wills behind the glass. That is a tough beat right there. I mean, Marion Cowboys fan, like, look, you love who you love. I get it. But when she goes and converts all your kids to Cowboys fans, oh, my God. I would, I think I would throw my body in front of it. I think I'd be like, nope, this can't stand. I can't live my life this way. But Jeremy seems to be getting by okay, so we'll give him a break. All right, 215-592-9494. One more segment to go for me. It'll be a long segment. I'll be here with you till 3 30. So get on the line now. I'll get to as many calls as I can before I get out of here. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio. It's James Seltzer. We'll be right back. It's Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Last segment, John Johnson coming up in a little bit. James Seltzer with you. Elliot bailed on me. Skips the show last week. Bails- no, I'm just kidding. He's at a wedding. Or at a wedding. It's all good. 215-592-9494. We'll try to get through as many calls as we can. Before we get out of here, let's go back to the phones and talk to our buddy Ned in Ardmore. Ned, what up, pal? Ned! Oh, Ned, not ready to go. We'll put him on hold. We'll try and come back to him and see if Ned... Sorry, let's go to Ocean City and talk to Chris. Christopher! Yo, what's going on, Jimmy? How you been, pal? Good, man. Uh, so I have a, a couple of hypotheticals for you, a prediction, and then a shout-out. Love it. Lay it all on me. Okay, first one. Over or under for Eagles Pro Bowlers this year, four and a half. Okay. Um, that is a good number. Um, I'll say just slightly under. I'll say four. I'll say under. All right, cool. Next one. Over or under. The draft pick that we're getting from the Colts for Carson, 14 and a half in the first round. Under. As in, I think I think it's heading towards top 10 territory. Love it. Okay. Third, that hurts his average passer rating this year, 99.5. Over. And then the last one's just a yes or no. Does Miles Sanders get a second contract with the Eagles? No. And, and, and it, it, that is me as much hoping. I don't think... I think we're we're at the point in the NFL where there are unless unless Miles Sanders is willing to take an incredibly team friendly cheap deal, which look that might be what the market bears out. The running back thing is so weird right now, but because of that, like if I were an NFL team, my philosophy on running backs would be draft someone in the second through fifth round or whatever, ride them for four years, and then get a new guy. I think it is is insanity to give a second contract to a running back the way the NFL is set up right now. So I would lean no. I completely agree. I agree with you on everything except for pro bowlers. I think we're going to get five. We might. Um, and, and honestly, then... that was the hardest one. I was struggling with that. It's, I'm getting my optimism there, Chris. We're getting there. <laughs> nice. And then a quick, quick prediction. I've got Birds winning 38-27 nice. with a defensive pick six and Hurts with a pass rating over 120 for the second week in a row. Love it. And the and... shout out, my friend. The shout-out, uh, Philly area player uh, Carl Nassib for being the first openly gay player in the Absolutely. NFL uh, to have a big uh, strip sack to help a team win their home opener. Inclusion and representation matters, and uh, we need to celebrate 
uh, those leaders. Chris, uh, outstanding point. I uh, couldn't agree with what you said more. Thank you for the call. And and it's true because it was like that was a big deal. Like Carl Nassib being the first openly gay player in the NFL to play a football game was a big, big, big deal. And, you know, it wasn't talked about as much as I expected it to be. And and maybe that's a sign, a good sign. I, I'm not sure. But either way, I'm, I'm really happy Chris brought that up. I couldn't agree more. And, and then a local kid as well. 215-592-9494. We got Ned back. Yo, Ned. Yo, what's going on? Hey, Can you hear me this buddy. Time? I got you now, pal. What's up? All right, hold on. Let me take you off speaker. Please. Love it. Hello? Better. There he is. What up, Ned? All right. Well, first of all, where's Elliot? He left. I don't know he why bailed. these weddings can't start until after 3 o'clock. That's what I'm saying, right? I these, mean, do these people know he has a job? Right? I mean, you invite Elliot to your wedding. You know who he is. You know what he does for a living? Like, you know, give the I man mean, a break. I mean, he couldn't be 15 minutes late. You left. He was stranded. Uh, it's pretty sad. It, uh, it, honestly, it's it's really sad, Ned, if we're going to be real about it. It's, you know, but but I'm... I'm well, I'm here for you. I'm here as for as you. expected. See, I knew you would yeah. be. Yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. rolling with the punches, Ned. Like, will I forgive Elliot? Probably not, but I'm going to roll with it, you know? I mean, you got a whole season to work on it. Yeah, so. yeah. We'll get like a, a a relationship therapist in here, help us get through it. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm feeling good about you know I'm feeling the same way I felt before last week. I mean, I feel like you know they're a nine ten win team, so I think that that game last week had to be won. Yep. I don't know. I could see this game going either way, so I think it's going to be close, or they're going to blow them out. I think the home field advantage is going to be huge, and I think what you said. And we'll see from game two is how Sirianni adjusts. Yep. Like this is a different team. You know, the Falcons were garbage, and they played well and, and beat them like they should. This isn't a bad team. You know, we still don't know what the Niners are, but I think if they can adjust properly, I think that says a lot about Sirianni in the future. Yeah. If they come out and they look exactly the same as they did last week, I mean, if it's successful, Sure. Okay, well, then that was the right, game plan. Right, right. Then they that, exactly I, yeah, the same yeah. and they get beat, then it gives me a lot of things to worry about. It's a, Ned, it's fantastic points. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. And, and again, I think that's why a lot of people, you know, it seems like there are a lot of people who are, who are excited about this team, who think they're going to win tomorrow and stuff. But I think deep down, a lot of us are, are waiting to see what they look like tomorrow against the real team. Because while, again, I, I'm not taking anything away from the win over Atlanta, especially because they beat the crap out of them. But, like, right. I think we all agree Atlanta's probably not going to be a very good football team this year. I think a lot of people want to see them go out and play. While we don't know what San Francisco is, we know they're, like, a competitive playoff contending type team, we think. So I Absolutely. think if they can go out and handle them tomorrow, I think it's going to bring a lot of people along, Ned. And I think I just want to see some adjustments and make sure that they're changing the game plan based off of their opponent. Because then even if they don't win – at least that's a good sign for the future, and it feels like Sirianni knows what he's doing, yeah, it's a, even if they don't win. It's a great point. Great call. Keep him coming. And, uh, All right, I got to shout out Stokes before we get off. Oh, yeah, um, shout I out to Stokes. can't always call in. We love you, Stokes. And make sure you check your DMs every once in a while, huh? Yeah, I'm the worst at DMs. You You're know that, Ned. I know. I admit it. I try. Every once in a while, I'll chime like, in. I'll be like, hey, guys. I know. I'll check it, and there's like a thousand te- te- DMs there. And I'll be like, hey, guys, I'm here. So, yeah, I'll do better, Ned. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm a work in All right, progress. Man. All right, buddy. A pleasure Go Birds and Dallas sucks. You couldn't have said it better myself. Go Birds, Dallas sucks. But, um, yeah, I, again, I think uh, it's going to be one of the most fascinating things, seeing the way Sirianni adjusts in week two, week three, week four, as the NFL starts to get a book on what he's been doing, but to that point he just made, and and again to bring it back to Belichick, and obviously you know, it's you know, blasphemy to even mention Sirianni and Belichick in the same sentence in terms of accomplishment, all that type of stuff, and that's not what I'm doing. 
But um, that Devin McCourty interview I just heard uh, talking about Belichick, he talked about he's like literally every week, and this is what we all know about Belichick, is he said every week is a different game plan. He's like, we're never doing the same thing. It's every single week what we do is different based on the opponent we're playing. And that's what the best of the best do. They're able to to completely like com- be a chameleon and to to change and shift as a defense, as an offense, on a week-to-week basis. And obviously you have your core things, you have what your players do well and all that, but the ability to adjust week-to-week and to take your players and what you have, put them in positions to be successful, and to look at the team you're playing and adjust your game plan completely based on that, that's what Belichick does. And and week one looked great from Sirianni. A long way to go, but I'm hoping that we see more of that type of stuff from Sirianni. 215-592-9494. Let's go to D.C. and talk to Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Bruce. All right, we're going to put Bruce on hold, see if we can get him back. Let's go to the Northeast and talk to Felix. Hey, Felix. Hey, James. What's up? How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, pretty good. So you saw a little bit of my thunder when uh, Slayton dropped that ball Thursday night and he was crying all last year when we uh, put uh, Nate in and we benched Jalen. Wait, say it again? Slayton dropped the ball this past Thursday, yes, right? Yes. It cost them the game, basically. Yeah, yeah. But that I mean, you know, it was a bit of an, an overthrow, too. Yeah, and but he was crying about us benching Jalen over that one ah, game. Ah, I like that, yeah. Look, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's... You know, it works both ways. That's why I'm like, you know, the Giants have to learn how to catch before they can, you know, complain. You're damn right, man. And, uh, you know, just the gall that that guy had. Again, you were 6-10. and 10. Like, if you're, exactly. if you're, if you're even, even if you're like 8-8, eight and eight, all right, like, you, you kind of complain, whatever. But you're 6-10 and 10 and you're whining about, like, not making the playoffs. Here's the reason you make the playoffs, because you were 6-10, and 10, you loser. Barkley couldn't even pass the line of scrimmage. It was it, was, it they're they're gonna end up with a top six pick probably in my eyes. I think they're but, bad. I think they're a bad fight. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, another thing. Um, everyone likes the over tomorrow. Um, it does seem that way. Felix, really quick, you're right. Like every single person who's come on and given a score, I've heard a lot of forty somethings. I've heard a lot of high thirties. You're right about that. The thing is, if it's gonna start at the line, and they got a good defensive line, and if a very, a, a, very good, a very good, a very good defensive line. It's going to be a three-step drop pass, a lot of slants. So that tells me there's not going to be a lot of deep balls. Um, that being said, I'm saying it is going to be like a 24-20, 24-21 game, birds, uh, without a doubt. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just, every, you know, this past Thursday it was supposed to be an under game, and look at the score. So I definitely think just. Based off me, uh... no. I, look, Felix. I think it's it's interesting that and great calls always. It seems like a lot of people are just kind of jumping to the hey, the points are coming. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right. Of all the callers this week, I was, you know, because again, I think a lot of people are still you know not ready to jump all in. I'm not jumping all in, but I'm I'm feeling better about the Eagles. I don't know how you couldn't after week one. I have not gotten to talk to this guy yet after week one, but. I'm very intrigued to see if he started to move a little bit. Maybe give a little bit of a. Uh, Positivity, positivity has not been something that has been associated with him much this offseason. But you know what? He's still my guy. Let's talk to Mad Mike and KOP. What up, Mike? I don't budge an inch at but all. But you realize, ever. you realize at a certain point, you 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 should, right? Like at a certain I, point, they're admitting wrong, being wrong, admitting that I was wrong about something is is, is growth. It's part of being a, an adult, Michael. Well, I've grown enough. I'm over six feet tall. I'm fine. Okay. It's not <laughs> what I meant by growth, but yes, sure. Uh, 
I am just at this point where, you know, uh, we played the Atlanta Falcons, and I, I, they were a four-win team. We were a four-win team. And they beat yeah. them by 26 points. Yeah, okay, fine. And, and you know what? I'm glad to see that Hurts, you know, put in the work. I still am sitting here saying, I'm I'm the I'm Missouri. I'm the show me stage. You got to show me some more here. <laughs> yeah. Like I just I just don't buy into it. And I'd like to say that defense got gashed. Was getting just straight well, was gashed. getting gashed, and then yeah. they they adjusted and didn't and get I'll, gashed. I'll say this: that that pressure that there was no pressure towards till the end of the game when they were just you know desperation time. So, and I'd like to point out one thing. Your beloved Brandon Graham, yes. zero sacks. Oh, and I'm going to guarantee Love that guy. under uh, six it, Mike, under Mike, six Mike, Mike, you know, you know there's one way to get zipped by me very quickly, and that's attack Brandon Graham like you do. So watch yourself. Here's, here's the deal. Here's what I'm going to ask you. And I want, I want honesty, like your, your honest truth. Like, are you telling me that after that game, you don't feel even the slightest bit, the littlest bit, 1% different about the Eagles? I feel different about Jalen Hurts. I think I may have been too hard on him. Okay. Then that's fine. All right. But, See, I'll take that. Budging a little bit. The rest of and it's probably just because I don't like the way that he was brought in. And that's and I fair. Like the, Honestly, Mike, that was I, hard for me, too. I hated the like, pick so I did much. I not like any of that. And it just it, – if this organization is so about, like, their players, the way that they handled that made me very uncomfortable. And I'd like to just say this. I still need to see more out of Dallas Goddard. I need to see more out of Josh Sweat. I need to see more out of a lot of these players that everybody on the phone lines are saying is great. Like, I'm, I'm tired of people throwing around words like great with people that haven't even performed yet. Mike, always a pleasure, buddy. Bre- yeah, breath of one. fresh air on a <laughs> Saturday. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Pretty funny. At least I got to move a little bit. I got to admit that Hurts is better than he thought. That's like... You know, I feel like I just split the the, the Red Sea or whatever. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I do think though, like, look, I get it. Um, if you're not one of those people who, after that week one win, it's just like rah rah, they're gonna be great because I I get it. Look, I've been there. We've all been there. Again, I brought it up before, but they started three and zero in twenty sixteen, and they finished seven and nine. Like you know, uh, last year, if you look at week one of the season, I mean, the 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 things that happened that didn't lead to what was gonna happen the rest of the year. I mean, again, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Lost by 11 points week one. They won the Super Bowl. It worked out for them. You know, there's so many things you can point to and say, oh, well, just because that happened week one, the Browns lost week one last year. They end up being one of the better teams. Like, so many different things you can point to to say, all right, well, it's just one week. I'm not going overboard, all that. But I do think that it is okay to look at what they did, how they played, how Jalen Hurts looked, how Nick Sirianni looked, and say, you know what, maybe I'm not all in, but, but there's something. Like, there's something here that, that I can start to get excited about. Let's go to Germantown and talk to Robert. Hey, Robert. Hey, how you doing? Loved listening to your show. Uh, just got back to Germantown from driving around Bucks County. Uh, listen, I got into the NFL early on. I'm from Winnipeg, and our coach, Bud Grant, went to a little team called the Minnesota sure, Vikings with sure. a quarterback by the name of Joe Cap. He was a full-blooded Indian. And they went to, I don't know, four Super Bowls, didn't win any. Nope, yeah. And I, the I, purple I people in yeah, I remember Jim McMahon with Chicago. I remember uh, Jeff Hostetler with the New York Giants. Sure. Point being, I love Hurts. I think he'll be an outstanding quarterback. I don't need him to be Aaron Rodgers. I need the team to be great around him. I need purple people eaters. Sure. I need uh, Devontae Smith. I need a great coach like Bud Grant. 
Sure, uh, uh, absolutely. I get that. I'm happy. It's the ultimate team game uh, of all the sports that we talk about. Like there is no other sport where you need everyone working in unison, all working towards the same goal, all doing it together. Literally, like pinpoint accuracy in a lot of these things. Right. Like it is, um, you know, it's a dance in a lot of ways. It's it's choreographed, and and everyone needs to do their job, be in their places, do their role, and that comes with great coaching and talent. So I'm with you. A quick trivia question for you. CFL quarterback was a superstar in Canada, played one or two years for the Eagles. He was one Jeff of Garcia, baby. No, no. Pete Lips. Ah. Oh, okay. I was thinking Jeff Garcia, which, again, would have worked for what you're saying. Pete Lisk. Yeah. Calgary Stampeders. He was go. a legend up there. Well, Jeff, Jeff Garcia, CFL guy, then goes to San Francisco, comes here, obviously. Merry Christmas, Philadelphia, as well. Yeah, so. yeah you're right. You're right. right now, we have Alex Singleton, who was a CFL guy, too. So. He's doing great. Yeah, you know, it's awesome. last, last point on that. In the old days, people like Joe Theismann, Warren Moon, uh, who is that quarterback from Boston College? Uh, Doug Flutie. Sure. They were they were like legends in Canada, and they did pretty good down here. I don't yeah. know why we don't get more CFL players in the NFL lately. Uh, Robert, good call, man. Appreciate Thanks. it, man. You, well. you too. That was a good call. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's get to. As many as we can before we get out of here. John, John's coming up next. Mike, dude, I have not talked to Hassan in Strawberry Mansion in a while. How you been, man? I've been good. And yourself? How you doing, it's, good. it's better now. I'm hearing your voice. What's going on? Not <laughs> much. You know, I'm calling in about my guy. Jalen, Jalen. That's my man. He's looking. He's looking. I remember, Hassan, you were, you were on the front end. You know, you were. You exactly. Were, yeah. And, I, and me, too. I mean, the show, Elliot and I, I think, you know, we've been really out on the we've been all in on Jalen Hurts for a while and it's exciting to see him go out and back us up you know right now I've been running around with my I told you so I told people I said, <laughs> get on you're making field. your rounds you got your tie you next you next <laughs> <laughs> I just the the whole team as a whole though looks a lot better than I expected I tell you that me too man especially that defense me too I know they played Atlanta and it's let's not be hyped up but Atlanta's Still has a, a good offense. They're still They're an NFL really football team. team, right? I mean, they got Calvin Ridley. They got drafted Kyle Pitts with the fourth pick of the draft. And also, Hassan, like something that the Eagles showed that I was hoping we would see, and I, I do think matters in football more than any other sport, is that that this team, like, they went out fired up. They went out ready to fight for their new head coach, ready to, like, prove all the doubters wrong, all this stuff. Like, it's early, but it does it has the makings of something from a culture perspective that Sirianni's building that feels like there's something real there, if you know what I mean. I do, and these games are one in the trenches. Oh, damn and right, man. Damn right. The MVP of last week, if you ask me, was Jason Kelsey. Dude, He's what a monster. He was me mugging people off the line. Unbelievable. Like, at this, at this age, watching him, like, running down the field, taking out two guys, like, it's it's really wild to see that he can still play at the, the level he plays at at his age. Yes. Like, that line holding up, it looked like they got a, a mindset that nobody's going to get to Jalen. And if they do get to him, they can't really touch him because he's got the moves for you. So, Hassan, great call, man. Keep calling. Keep, uh, keep letting those Jalen doubters know they're wrong, brother. I'll talk to you soon. It's on great call. And look, I, I do think, you know, to this point, I, I I think there are a lot of people who are, are still not ready to kind of get on board with, with Jalen Hurts and I, I think it's gonna take more time and all that, but I am I am certainly there. I, I am I am in on Jalen Hurts. That kid just, just has it. Sometimes you see someone and, and they just have it.
and it, it feels like he's got it. And, and to his point about the lines, too, um, one of my biggest issues with the team coming into the season and when Elliot and I were going back and forth was the depth on the team. And I still feel that way in certain spots. Like, look, if, you know, God forbid Darius Slay or Steven Nelson goes down, like, we might have a problem, right? I mean, it's Zach McPherson is the next in line. The rookie fourth-round pick is, like, the next corner in line. So that's, like, there are still spots on the team. But in terms of the trenches, I mean, obviously the D-line is, is relatively deep. But that O-line is probably the deepest unit on the team, like, handily. Because you got Landon Dickerson now who's healthy and ready to roll. And, you know, if you get any of those interior guys go down, Landon Dickerson is a, such a high-level, talented backup to be able to bring in. And, and I think Jack Driscoll, when he's played, has showed. And, you know, there, there are guys there. Andre Dillard as a backup left tackle is, you know, you could do worse, I think. So I think from that perspective, uh, uh, you know, they're in a good spot there. All right, 215-592-9494. Let's get one more call in here before we go to break. And then John Johnson coming up next. Let's go to my dude. Haven't heard from him in a while either. Jay in West Philly. What up, Jay? Yo, what's going on, Jeremy? How you been, buddy? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm good. Hey, look, I think a lot of our projections off of this year was based off of that Last year, like, everything went wrong last year, totally. especially with that bum at quarterback. You're, look, You're Jay, like, Jay, you know yeah. it. You've been for years ripping Carson. Congratulations. Exactly. <laughs> I've been telling you, man. He's a loser, guy, so I'm with you, buddy. That guy is horrible, man. Yeah, he's a loser. I'm with but you. I think we're going to be a lot better than we are because, like I said, the whole line is healthy. But, look, you hear what they're saying about Sam Otto? Sam Otto going to be the center, right? I don't know how that's going to play. You're talking down the road. I don't know yeah. if it's Dickerson, Samalo, what they're going to do with that down the road. Like, I think one of those two guys is uh, the plan. Can you imagine, look, that, left, can I, you imagine I, that left side with Dickerson and Mayalata? Dude, the size, the athleticism, yeah, buddy. And look, I, I think that – I thought Jason Kelsey might retire this offseason. Obviously, he didn't, and he's come back. Well, but looking at how uh, he looks, and if this thing know, turns into like something – he got like another year. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he's got a couple more years. Who knows? Like, yeah. physically he does. It's just if he wants to keep doing it. So well, – I think they're but really set the up well thing. in that that part of the team for sure. But that's the other thing. If Dillard to get his mind right, like he could play inside. Like that outside might that's be a little an, bit too that's much pressure on him. Thought. But I don't know. I mean, we also have to remember when he went to the right side, it was like the whole you know writing with your left yeah, hand. Yeah, that you know? was like the, the it right was. Tackle. But like, who knows if he knows to play guard? guard. I, I'm with you, but I don't know if you know that might be learning a new position. For it might be too hard. Who knows with the pulling and stuff no. like that that he might not no. do as much. That's so. why. That's why I say guard, because if he got guard, he got help. Yeah, you would him. think. You would think. Island. You would think. And look, either way, even when he's played at left tackle in games his rookie year, like, he didn't look lost. It was only when they moved him yeah. to the right side he looked lost. Yo, and that dude, man, he done moved up to above the Cowboys for me, man. Wait, that, who, uh, what's that called? Matt, who, what's his name? I even hate saying his name because it's like giving him press, man. Wait, what but do you I, mean who's moved out of the Cowboys? What are you talking about? What's the what, – What's the guy name? What's the caller that's always upset? Oh, I'm not even oh Mad Mike, name. Mad Mike. I thought you were talking well, about a player. Is... I'm sitting there. I'm like, player? You... No, ah, no, look, you're he... saying Mad Mike is like your least favorite. You're at that point. Man, right? look, I can't stand because you know what? <laughs> you know what he like? He just like uh, Lucy. Yeah. Off of the... Like, <laughs> he say he hates Howie Roseman, but he got a, a room to him, pictures and everything. I mean, his name is Mad Mike. You know, I'm he the... lets you know where he's coming from, Jay. He, he think he a superstar now. He uh... just call up. I love Mike. I get it, though. Let's put this way. I love Mike, but I know I'm in the minority. Jay, always a pleasure, man. Call us next week. All right, definitely. All right, man. Awesome. Uh, Awesome. Thank you to everybody who called into the show. We literally could not do it without you. Truly appreciate it. Uh, Thank you to Elliot, even though he bailed on me early. I'll survive. Uh, Coming up next, the one, the only, John Johnson, taking you through up to Philly's baseball 
later tonight. So keep it here. Call in 215-592-9494. John Johnson coming up next. Thank you to Dan Wilson behind the glass. Thank you to everyone who called in. Thank you for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.